My name is James Rowlands. In 2015, I teamed up with my friend Dan White to create the Dubbing Our podcast. Since then, we have been giving you everything that's happened on the WWE Network. Now, in 2018, not only are we live for the big four events and every NXT takeover, but we celebrate 20 years since the birth of the Attitude Era. Plus, every month we'll bring you 205 Live, collections, new content, W pay-per-views and latest news on the WWE Network. Until we've watched everything, we are with you and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rose, I'm joined by Dan White, and today it's WNR158, it's WWE Backlash 2018, but before we get on to anything, let's start with the alternate intro. Have we got an alternate intro? I have got an alternate intro, I've been doing a kids TV theme, so let's carry this on. Every day when you're walking down the street, hey, everybody that you meet, hey, has an original point of view. Hey. And I say, hey. Hey. What a wonderful kind of day. Hey. When you can learn to work and play. Hey. And get along with each other. Hey. You gotta listen to your heart. Listen to the beat. Listen to the rhythm. The rhythm of the street. Open up your eyes. Open up your ears. Get together. Make things better by working together. It's a simple message. And it comes from the heart. Believe in yourself. That's a place to start. And I said, hey. Hey. What a wonderful time of day. Hey. We can learn to work and play. Hey. Hanging along with each other. Repeat chorus. Yes, that is from Arthur, one of my favourite TV shows, when I was just a boy. And of course, it stars one of the best names in children's programming, DW. Hey, DW. Hey, JR. So let's start now. And what better way to kick off then with kickoff. Uh. So we are going to have an extra match. It's going to be Bailey versus Ruby Wright to uh, start these besieging besieging. We have prediction leagues, don't we? Yes, we do. We have uh, three prediction leagues with in WWE pay per view predictions. We've got NXT pay per view predictions, and we've also got a bonus league. And, and this one is going towards our WWE pay-per-view bonus league. Which, at the moment, you are leading three points to two. Two. I beat your streak for 2018 at WrestleMania, so now we're going to see what happens here tonight. Uh, bonus points, you're eight, six up, and that's including the greatest Royal Rumble. Velix T, two, one to you as well. So, there's a few points there, but it can all change tonight. Of course, don't forget, if we get predictions right, that's a point, and we win. If we get a perfect score, then that's another point added to the bonus league, so... It is indeed, yes. So let's open this up and let's see who we've gone for in this one. Dan, you are first, so please tell me who you've gone for in this match. I have gone for the Riot Squad. Yeah, and I've gone for Riot Squad. Well, I think it's only fair, isn't it? Because then neither of us know. So yeah, we've both gone Ruby Riot in this one. Yeah, I think she needs a victory a little bit more than Bailey. Bailey's still got a story with Banks and Riot now... 
you know, with the right squad on Raw, here's your opportunity, isn't it? You know, to try and make something out there. With Jackson Bliss, you would think there'll be someone else uh, in line afterwards. And it could indeed be Ruby Wright. I mean, what are your thoughts on Ruby Wright? Have you been impressed by her since making her way up from NXT? I haven't really, no. she's. I thought she was a lot more impressive when she was in NXT, to be honest. I know she's kind of, she was in SmackDown. She tried taking over that place, but then during a superstar shake-up, she got drafted to Raw. And she's kind of tried running roughshod over there. She started trying to take out Sasha Banks, like during her feud with Bailey. But, you know, the the two ladies, Bailey and Banks, have sort of, you know, been working together on, in a little way, to the riot squad, a com- common enemy. You know, I've, I've not been too much impressed. Well, no, I think the problem is, is that uh, with the Ruby Wright character, she is quite an individual. And for her to be a part of a group doesn't make sense in a little way, especially when it is like Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Don't get me wrong, I like Sarah Logan, but I think they could have been a group with someone else. I don't think Ruby Wright needs someone. I think that character works, but it's her own because, uh, you know what I mean? She can't call herself an individual. We saw it with like, the promos with Charlotte Flair. I'm an individual, but I've got two people who are part of the right squad as well. So. Indeed, yes, and it just seems like a, a kind of a rip-off of Absolution yeah. where we saw Paige return to, you know, a blonde woman and a UFC-style fighting woman. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, come on, look. If you're going to repeat something, at least do it a few years later, not yeah. a couple of nights later. Because it takes away from the real Mandy Rose, Sarah Logan, and of course Liv Morgan, when you kind of group them all together. And I think Riot, especially being new on the scene, you know, Paige has got a lot more goodwill coming to her than um, Ruby, Wyatt, Ruby Riot has. I think with Bailey, though, again, she hasn't really made the best transition to the main roster in the past couple of years. You know, like I say, she had a few bits and pieces of success at WrestleMania successful uh you know title win but it's not been the same bailey and because they're focusing on other women too much and not the actual characters here do you know what i mean it's always focus on charlotte and a focus on maybe ronda rousey and it takes away from bailey's character well it has kind of you know they've been overlooked where they're on nxt i think they're a bigger fish in a slightly smaller pond but when they come up to here they get diluted in with the Raw and SmackDown rosters and their focus is taken off with the likes of Charlotte, with the likes of, you know, especially the um, the emergence of Ronda Rousey as well, who's had one match. Yeah. You know, that's that's kind of pointless. What's her, you know, she's going to be there, but yet she's had one WrestleMania match and then we haven't seen her for ages, but yet there's more focus on Ronda Rousey than there is of a lot of other people. Yeah, and it's like Natalia now, isn't it? She's kind of the forgotten one on the SmackDown ship. Now it's come over to Raw and associated with Rousey. It kind of doesn't make sense in that way, even though you kind of guess it's going to be feud down the road. But, I mean, there's still hope for people like Ruby Riot. And like I said, I am a fan of Logan, who just cheap shot Bailey. I think the problem with Ruby, though, we've seen it in this match a little bit. There's been a couple of botches, you know, a couple of, uh, I don't know if it's just the confidence is not up yet, or maybe the crowd not being behind them. But... Yeah, there is also the fact that there is only on one, on each show there's only one women's title where you know that's all they're they're try, kind of trying going for and then they have to try and throw in a personal feud in a few of them as well if they want more matches on mm. pay-per-view where uh, the men's title you've got the u.s title the intercontinental to fall back on you've got the tag team titles to fall back on you've even got a cruiserweight division do you think there should be like a maybe women's tag team division then? do you think that would help either out? a women's tag team or a, at least a secondary women's title for you know because you never see 
Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan in action. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Apart from if they're you know cheap showing people, I'm sure they're getting fed up with it. Well, it's the thing in it. Yeah, they're not getting used uh, right. They're going to be upset, and of course now with with backlash and the pay per views being co branded, there's going to be even less room for them on the card now. You know, and. Uh, so you do not worry about them, but you do think maybe it's not the best idea. It's all well and good bringing women up to, to fill the Royal Rumble, but if you're not going to do anything with them afterwards, then it is kind of a bit of a waste, you know, talk about this women's revolution. But there is things I do like about Ruby, right? Like, look at that. She's putting on Bailey right now. She's got the kind of independent style. And she, don't get me wrong, she is different from a standard women that we do see. But that's the good thing about the characters. It is different characters coming through now it's not just the same kind of cookie cut like we saw before there's the uh, pretty blonde girl oh yeah there's the, Ruby's yeah. not pretty she's not blonde <laughs> oh but Bailey managing to escape right and again not the uh, neatest of transitions I don't th- I don't think Ruby is as crisp as you know your performers like Bailey Banks Charlotte Lynch and they're all getting you know the likes of Lynch are getting sidestepped and you know, you've got the likes of Ruby Wright in the focus, or, you know, you've even got Carmella, who I don't think she's that great in the ring. No, she's not that great. But I just think with Bailey and Banks as well, I think they are... Well, I think with Bailey, because she's not performing as often as she was in NXT, maybe she's not at that level again. Do you know what I mean? You need that kind of constant competition to kind of keep you up there. That's why kind of Charlotte stayed at that level. Maybe even Oscar, when you think with Bailey and Banks kind of dropped off when they do get an opportunity now it's not as good as we remember it if you know what I mean but we'll see what happens and Bailey's fighting back because uh, especially as far as the women are concerned we've seen some great matches down yeah. in NXT and we know they can really deliver Bailey Hurricane Ron and Sarah Logan I think that was a bit of a mistake taking a focus on the leader of the Riot squad Ruby Riot with two T's mm-hmm. but she hangs up Ruby on the second rope and Bailey's going to look to take advantage and she's going up top Looking for that big elbow. Oh, and hits it perfectly, but can't really get a proper cover. Just rolls One, into it. Two. Oh, but Riot managing to kick out. Uh-huh. So what's the difference between the Bailey elbow and the Insane elbow? I think the Is Insane... doesn't salute. Yeah, the Insane elbow's got a bit more impact to it. I think with Bailey, that's kind of a signature move. If she really wants to put someone away, it's Bailey to Bailey time. I think with Sane, she just flies up more. Yeah, I think Sane gets up and then down, but Bailey just comes across. Well, I think Bailey means business now. She's tightening up the ponytail. Oh, and Liv Morgan oh, up on he... the ring apron. Ruby manages to uh, reverse it and throw Bailey into Liv Morgan. Looking for the right kick. Hits it. One, One two, three. three. There you go. And Ruby has Ruby's friends coming to play there. Bailey being by herself with Banks. She was watching, but just backstage on the TV, not there at ringside. Maybe she could have helped. But Ruby Wright does get the win with the, what is it, right kick? The right kick yeah. with two Ts. She gets the win with the right kick, two Ts. And Logan and be uh, smirking right now. No, James, they've not got cigarettes in their gobs. They've just got a smile on their face because they've helped their leader to a victory. And the reason why Liv Morgan has got a blue tongue, and it's not a rude one, it's because she likes these blue sweets okay well and she's uh she was displaying it quite proudly on twitter oh she's right. got a big bulk batch of them well that's good then so but <laughs> what's even more better is that we have got a point each we have so we start the show one point all so the wwe kickoff panel Rene young booker t peter rosenberg and david utunga 
Booker T says he can't wait to see Big Cass tear Daniel Bryan limb from limb. It's nice, isn't it? And then there's a Miz Taraj reunion at Backlash. Just not the one Mike Lemiz was looking for. Apparently, they said they don't have anything to do with him anymore. That's interesting. Oh. Yeah, they say roller ke- credits because the Miz Taraj is no longer supporting characters in Mike Mizanin's movie. Interesting. And then the iconic duo, or the iconics, join the kickoff panel. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Yeah, they say, Pete Rosenberg, you just got schooled. Uh, there's an invitation to be in Bailey's Corner by Sasha Banks, but she gets rejected. And then we have Raw and SmackDown Live's general manager, Kurt Angle and Paige, live on the social media lounge. And they say stuff like, "That's this great. Great to be here. Fantastic. Wonderful. Wonderful. Oh. And then the kickoff match. Ah. As we head into the main show and the opening promo. What is backlash? A reaction? A consequence? Is it retaliation? Maybe. But tonight, backlash is far more. Big changes are coming. The first co-branded pay-per-view. Raw and SmackDown Live come together. It's a rivalry renewed. I'll be waiting at Backlash to put the big dog to sleep. Believe that I will not be disrespected. I'm not leaving my ring. Nia's the bully here. Nia just loves to throw her weight around. Alexa Bliss represents everybody who's trying to keep me down. I will win back my Raw Women's Championship. A consequential return. Daniel Bryan is back! Oh, big cast! day that I get cleared, guess who also gets cleared? I am living in the shadow of that little man. Reclaiming one's legacy. I'm here! I'm the Charlotte Flair! I took my rightful spot at the top of the women's division! It is much harder to stay on top than to get to the top. And you have something of mine and personal retribution another low blow to style nakamura has a vendetta against aj styles he showed his true colors shinsuke's not just an artist he's a con artist styles nakamura a no disqualification wwe title match tonight Witness the best of both worlds. There's a lot to celebrate. Nakamura wants to be WWE champion by any means necessary. Well, what is backlash? Is it consequences, action? There's so much more. It's the first ever co-branded one. They talk about rivalry. And, of course, the Joe Reigns match, Abyss Jacks, Brian Cass, Carmella Charlotte, AJ Nakamura. And they say, tonight, witness the best of both worlds. So they're building it up as a special thing. Let's see if backlash delivers. Not a bad opening promo, standard-ish. But we start the action off now. So so leaving me to paraphrase what you used, best of both worlds... 
So they've got the likes of Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. You can see where this one's yeah, going, can. James. AJ Styles, yes. Nakamura, yes. Hardy. Yes. Even Big Cass, but I, I, I can't I, I, I can't fail to see that there's no um, Bobby Roode. No, no. But we might see Bobby Roode. We don't know. But look who starts the show. It's the awesome one. Look at him reclaim his Intercontinental Championship. And look how cool he looks as he calls. It's the Miz... And he is awesome, Dan. So we talk about star power. Yes, unfortunately, Bobby Roode is probably not going to be here tonight. But we have got the A-lister, The Miz, coming out here. And oh, my word, you know. So we start this. And, Dan, what have you thought of the build-up? So obviously the first match is going to be Miz versus Seth Rollins. What have you thought of the build-up before this match? It's been interesting. Miz is trying to take his title Back, he's trying to become the record-setting or the record-equally lifetime Intercontinental Champion. Trying to have the longest combined, right? Trying to have the longest combined reign of the Intercontinental Title as well. You know, Miz has kind of thrown himself into a bit of a, a rivalry between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. He's had them on Miz TV, trying to goad them into fighting each other. But there is one noticeable thing missing from the Miz. And that is the Miz Taraj. Yeah, the Miz Taraj over on Raw, where's Miz on SmackDown. But you got to ask yourself, is this successful here tonight? That pop's getting bigger and bigger for Seth Rollins every week as well. He's having a great 2018 so far. We'll get him to him in a minute. Uh, the thing is, yeah, he's left the Miz Taraj behind on Raw. But will the Miz, if he wins tonight, go over to Raw as Intercontinental Champion? Or will he bring the IC title to SmackDown? That is a question that's got to be answered here. As Burn It Down comes out for the arena, like I say, Seth Rollins coming out. But uh, prediction-wise for this, interesting because, yes, The Miz is on SmackDown, but I still think tonight this man has been really impressed with me in 2018. Uh, he's had some great matches. Like I say, the feud with Balor is just getting started. So I have gone Seth Rollins to start us off here tonight. Rollins, I have gone for Monday night, Seth freaking burn it down, the architect <laughs> Rollins. Oh, you did put that down on all your yeah. predictions. That's good, that's good, and yeah. I've, I've actually continued the theme going through the rest of my predictions. Right, I'll okay. read them out and uh, you'll, be, uh, you'll be surprised. Make or us or laugh. You'll be, or you'll just be made sick. Yeah, uh, so why have you gone for Seth Rollins in this one? I can't see the title going back over. The Miz, he's got a lot of time left in the WWE, unfortunately, because he's such a, a popular character. You know, I'm not going to... Uh, credit his in-ring performing because I don't think he is that great it's my personal opinion and opinions are like arseholes everyone has one and that is mine but you know he's got a long time left I think you know he's I don't think he's ever going to reach the top level again so you know becoming a record setting intercontinental champion I think that could be his kind of booby prize for it yeah but again the, the way the Miz has done it it's not. It's kind of made the title a bit more prestigious. Now, like I said, they lumped him with the IC title and said, do something with this. Eight-time champion. Now it finally means something. And with this match here, you see the crowd are behind Seth Rollins. It's kind of, again, we talk about it, we only really see it in NXT, where you've got the kind of face who the fans cheer and the heel who the fans boo. And that's how much respect the Miz has got. Even though people are now starting to like him, they can still boo him. And all these phrases, you know, when my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut and everything like this. The fans can actually get behind. And there is a kind of big fight feel to this one. You know, the Miz and Rollins, like I talk about, uh, I think Rollins is main event level still, kind of reaching that. I don't think the Miz is WWE champion. You would kind of class as Jinder Mahal now. You'd be like, right, this is the guy that's going to hold it until he drops it off to the next face. Do you know what I mean? So if, if Miz was to beat like an AJ Styles, then he would lose it to a... 
Randy Orton. Randy Orton kind of speak. Yeah, well, in that way, you know, that kind of face. But we start off, it's going to be good. So keys to victory here. I'll go Miz, you go Rollins, all right? All right. So uh, the Miz keys to victory, like I said, Miz Charge not being there is going to be a big deal. Have to do- At WrestleMania, he didn't want the Miz Charge there. He thought he could get the job done. He'd been unsuccessful this. This is his last chance at what he perceives as his Intercontinental Championship. And you've got to remember, he beat Roman Reigns for this title back on Raw. And he used underhanded tactics, but it weren't the Miz Charge. I think tonight, if the Miz wants to do that, he's going to look at having to cheat. To be fair, because I think Rollins is too much on the roll. What about Seth? Well, as you mentioned, the Miz Taraj, I think, you know, Seth, he does need to keep eyes in the back of his head. Have we seen, as we've on Raw, on Raw, <coughs> as we've seen on Raw, the Miz Taraj has been trying to get recruited into the Balor Club or to try and create a Shield 2.0 with, you know, Seth and Finn Balor. Yeah. So you've got to kind of watch out for them. You know, it is a dual bandit branded show. So, you know, they might make an appearance because both rosters are represented here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do you know what I find quite funny as well? If Miz Trash came out, kind of cost Miz the title, to say to Seth, like, we want to party. I know they probably won't do yes. that. Well, they did come out last week on Raw, or last Monday on Raw, and they they had a T-shirt. Like, it was just a plain white T-shirt with pictures. They had a picture of Rollins, a picture of uh, Finn Balor, a picture of Bow, <laughs> and a picture of Curtis. And I was like, look, you know, we could be a great foursome, and then Seth and... Finn turned around, they said, look, you know, uh, should we have a chat? And it's like, no, it's a hard no from us. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they, they could, as you say, try and prove themselves to Rollins. I don't think that would be a my, you know, I don't mind Bo Dallas, I'm a fan of Curtis Axel. So, and it's not like Seth Rollins hasn't had a couple of lackeys before, you know, J&J Security. So, you know, he, he's got the future. Indeed, but that was when he was a heel. He doesn't need it now, he's a face, because he's true. got the power of the fans. He has, he has. He's got power in this match at the moment. Goes to the eight and maybe springboard back in. Oh, gets caught by the Miz, though. Oh, and Rollins might have hit his nose hard on those uh, mats. And how thin are those mats, Dan? Them mats are wafer thin. They're mere millimetres thick. And Seth could be a bit troubled. Miz going to capitalise on this. But it should be good tonight, because Backlash... We've got a few matches that actually mean something here. There's no, hopefully, there's going to be no kind of filler matches, and uh, it, it, as long as it doesn't go too long, it should be good now for the the rest of the year to know what we're going to get. You know, I want my three hours of kind of intense action. What match are you most looking forward to here tonight? There's a few. So I think Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. I think that one's going to be a hard hitting affair. We've not really seen too much of Samoa Joe since his return, aside from the ladder match, but. You know, in a one-on-one focused mm. match, I think that's going to be quite interesting and see how he fares up against the big dog. Yeah, I mean, and there's a rivalry renewed there, isn't there, from uh, Joe's injury. I think that'll be interesting to see. I'm interested to see, not excited, but I'm interested to see Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass and see how they do that. Are they really going to get behind Cass here? And how are they going to treat Bryan? Now, AJ Nakamura, uh, Nakamura's got to be very careful here tonight because uh, th- this conceivably, conceivably could be maybe the end of the feud here if they want to go somewhere else with it. Uh, there's a couple of things to keep on. I should say, before the show even started, even before kickoff, they released a script or, or someone had a picture of the actual run-through of the card and the main event was Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. So I don't know if they're going to keep with that. I'm a little bit surprised. I thought the WWE title being the important championship should have been... But they've, they've gone with, of course, Joe and Roland, uh, Reigns. So we see what happens there. In the match, the Miz has just got complete control, just wearing down Rollins with a sleeper. Well, I'd like to take you back a year ago to Backlash 2017. And uh, on the pre-show, it was Ty Dillinger beating Aiden English in a singles match. Hey, Look at ten. the difference that them two have gone. 
uh, did Nakamura make his debut? He did make his debut, defeating Dolph Ziggler. We had the Usos defeating Prezango for the Tag Team Championships, <laughs> the SmackDown up. ones. Uh, it was a SmackDown show, obviously. We had Sami Zayn defeating Baron Corbin. The welcoming committee, Natalia, Tamina and Carmella, defeated Becky, Charlotte, Flair and Naomi. We had Kevin Owens going against AJ Styles when Kevin Owens was a United States champion. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. We had Luke Harbour to be defeating Eric Rowan. And we also had Jinder Mahal capturing his first and probably only WWE Championship against Randy Orton. We're going to remember that, the most shocking last year with Jinder Mahal. But it's weird, though. Rowan versus Harper, and now they're tag team champions. So it kind of gets forgotten about, doesn't it, that, yes. yeah. that last pay-per-view. Uh, and Owens and AJ, you would say they've had better Well, this years. is kind of... this is. You know, it's preluding the feud that started the fire for the Owens AJ yeah. Styles thing, and you know, yeah, Showman getting involved at SummerSlam yeah. and stuff like that. Then Styles, of course, WWE champion now. Rollins uh, tried to kick, trying to make a slight comeback, but the Miz hit him with a Miz DDT for a near fall, and now he's back in control. Just hung Seth Rollins up on that second rope there, and the Miz is confident. Make no, make no mistakes about it. You know, The Miz has wrestled probably, you know, you talk, you talk about people like AJ Styles and uh, Dean Ambrose. The Miz has wrestled as many matches as those guys have these past, you know, this past year or so. He's constant. He's always on Raw. He's always involved in segments. And he's pulling out good shots, make comeback. Oh, but gets caught with an X Factor by Seth Rollins. But again, The Miz, I think he's a better talker than he is a wrestler. But I think Miz is improving. I think he's an. I think he's a fantastic talker, and I think his wrestling now is improving. Where you say he's a good, very good wrestler. I think if you look at his matches, when's the last time we looked at a Miz match? We go, oh, he fucked up there, or oh, it wasn't very entertaining. It, it's always, you know what I mean. Even if it is the better out of him, there's not been bad matches. Even going back to like the Miz versus Ziggler a couple of years ago for the IC title, you know. Yeah, you know, you, you can't. But he's he's nothing standout-ish you know like Seth Rollins I think he's, he's a great ring performer there's a lot of them but you know again I think he falls in a similar category to Roman Reigns Well, I th- I Roman think, Reigns does nothing sta- outstandish I think the Miz is a kind of safe pair of hands you know I'm not going to say yeah. he's the same oh he's, a, he's definitely a safe worker yeah, yeah. and he's getting clotheslined outside by Seth Rollins now and a suicide dive by Rollins takes out the Miz and the Miz I think him going into the foul uh, I think the Miz, him goading to the fans and the crowd, he's kind of, you know, taken a bit too long in pursuing Seth Rollins, and you should never underestimate Seth Rollins, and you should never take your off him for more than a second. Well, the King Slayer spring balls back in, but Miz tried to catch him with skull crushing finale. He gets rolled up by Rollins. Oh, Miz managing to kick out. Oh. But the Miz straight back to work on Seth, who goes up the top rope for a blockbuster. And then rolls Miz through, but only a two count. And Rollins now maybe get a little bit frustrated by the Miz. I definitely think Rollins has potential here to be a a true star. You know, we thought we'd see it a couple of years ago with his W title reign, of course, the injury. But now with the IC title, if he starts delivering as he has done, and now he's going to look to put the Miz away. Oh, no, but the Miz sensing something was coming. Grabs hold of the top and second rope, elbows Seth Rollins. Gets the upper hand. Is he going to look for the figure four? I think he's trying to, but Rollins kicking him off. Oh, throws him to the outside. Oh, was he going to nick one of Randy Orton's moves? No. <laughs> hit, hit Miz with a forearm. Spigball's back in. Oh, takes out the Miz. 
That's a beautiful clothesline there. I think the Miz is good at taking a beating. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, like I say, he's, uh, if you wanted to, like, I don't want to compare him to Edge in that way, as in work-wise, but if you need to put a title on him just to, to carry the show, Miz would be able to do that. You know, he's, he's one of these guys. Sliding between Seth's legs, taking him out, and then bouncing him face-first off the edge of the ring apron. But again, he's taking too long to capitalise on his advantage. But the thing is, Rollins is beating the piss out of Miz, so you've got to realise that Miz yeah. is trying to recover. Okay, I love I, I love me some Miz, but like you say, he does get the crap kicked out of him. Catch your breath back, take advantage of it, Miz. But you can definitely see he is missing the Miz. T- well, he's had Maurice there as well. He's always had someone in his corner looking around maybe for a bit of advice. Goes off top. Oh, gets caught by Rollins, who rolls through. Brilliant power by him. Pulls oh. him. Slams him down for the cover. Oh! oh! But the Miz managing to get his shoulder up at two. Two. And Rollins there showing Cena-esque strength. <laughs> Being to pick the Miz up in a deadlift. Now he's looking to go up. Oh, perch on the top. Oh! oh that was God. a huge frog splash. One, two. Oh! oh but the Miz managing to kick out. Ah. Do you remember when people used to move, uh, used to use moves like the frog splash to finish people, the blockbuster to finish people, <laughs> and now they're just you know nothing more than setup moves. I know. And even the fucking finishers don't get the job nowadays. <laughs> no, yeah. Don't get the job done nowadays. Well, I think the people that use DDTs gonna get uh, upgraded soon. Mm, yeah, I think they will as well. And look at Rollins though, the, the height and the length that he got on that to hit the Miz. Now burn it down, chant. I do actually like when Seth Rollins' music hits. Oh, he's looking for the stomp. Well, he's looking to end Miz now. Burn it down. But when Seth's music hits, first burn it down bit, uh, the fans absolutely get behind it. And it's it, brilliant. And it was a massive pop here tonight in Rollins. It's been really well liked. Setting up the Miz. Oh, but the Miz <laughs> seeing it coming and rolling out the ring to potential safety. Yeah. Seth straight on his heels. It's all about intelligence by the Miz. Who but runs back in the ring. Oh, tries attacking Seth, but gets eliminated from the Raw Rumble. But it's all smooth stuff that they're doing. And now Seth Rollins is going to go dive again outside. Oh, oh, but the Miz up with an elbow to the head of Rollins. And that will rock Seth. But another really kind of title match that is really delivered. In ring here, you would say. And will the Miz look to finish Rollins off? He's got him up on the apron. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, Miz looking to plant Seth on the edge of the apron with a DDT, but get thrown into the ring post. Seth tries to follow it up, but he gets a big boot to the face. Now, both men in no man's land trading blows. Well, I would say trading blows, but it's just Seth hitting the Miz. Miz just playing possum at the moment. Hello, possum! He's on the apron. He could be in trouble. Ripcord knee. Oh! oh. The Seth hits the ring post, and I think that could dislocate the leg. And we know what move the Miz loves using as well. And he locks it in very quickly. No pandering about. Figure four. And he's got the full extension on it, and Rollins in the middle of the ring. Well, he's got a figure six on, actually, because, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's not bridging out quite to the eight, but he's more than a four. And it's what Ric Flair taught him as Seth desperately trying to reach the rope, so his intercontinental title reign is over. Finger tips away. And the Miz... Dragging Rollins back. And the Miz has got this intense look on his face that we haven't seen a lot. He wants to be in the kind of champion for the ninth time. And Rollins <laughs> giving Miz a look he certainly doesn't want. <laughs> Roll it through. Get the reversal victory. That'd well, be well funny. he couldn't get to the ropes. So he's trying to turn it. The Miz realising now. 
Great visual. Oh. If the Miz was that intelligent, he'd have rolled straight through. <laughs> and the Miz would tap out. Oh, come on, tap. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> You've never seen anyone tap to the reversal of the figure four, but tonight it could be. God, tap. Tap. He's gonna. He's in trouble. And the Miz, though, one last Hurrah. gasp. Yeah. Hoorah! And he switches it. And look, Seth intelligently carries on rolling. See, that's what the Miz should have done. But who took the worst damage there? Rollins must have been in that hole for a good few minutes. But I think it hurts more when it's reversed. I know Seth's got an injured knee, but I think it hurts a lot more when it's reversed. Very well. I think both men here in serious trouble. Who's going to get the advantage? Who can get to their feet first? Well, now the Miz get to his feet, realising the end's near. Figure four attempt. Oh no, Rollins pushing him off. A Ric Flair-like chart. They're, they're channeling their inner Ric Flairs tonight. <laughs> and Miz with a big right hand. Seth responds with one of his own. Oh, but a Miz straight back on the punch. I think they're just frustrating Seth Rollins though. And the yay nay punches actually being yay nay punches. Oh. And the Miz goes straight down for the knee. Skull. Looking for the skull crushing finale. Seth rolls through. But Rollins kind of lost a step maybe. Miz realised that. Big boot to the face. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Seth again responding in kind to the Miz. He's rocked, but Miz dodges a kick. Oh, but Seth catches it again. Oh, my God. Miz picks up Rollins. Skull crushing finale. Goes for the cover. One, One two. two. Oh. <laughs> Seth manages to kick out. Uh, you had me. You I had me there. Yeah. I thought it was there. <laughs> yeah. You had me in but that But that one. was a brilliant exchange between the two. <laughs> Seth ducking out of the skull-crushing finale, but the Miz wheelbarrowing him up to his feet, locking it in again and actually partnering it and getting a very close two count. It was a two. That in it told a story there of the knee and of Miz kind of intelligence as well, but he's hit his best move. I wouldn't say it's Miz intelligence. I'll say it's Miz intelligence. <laughs> Well, and he hit his best move, but Rollins is not down yet. Skull crushing finale from the second or top rope, maybe? Well, the Miz has got to try to say it, and he runs into Rollins. Well, we've seen him hit that move a fair few times, a clothesline in the corner, and he just sits on the second rope. Looking oh. to go up top now. Well. Phoenix splash. Uh, no, <laughs> superplex, roll through, Phoenix splash. Well, with a bad knee, for Miz, this might not be the best idea. Going up, giving Sir Fons a little bit of time. It's one of his signatures. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Rollins stopping Miz on top. He has about as much success from the top as Ric Flair does as well. Yeah, the Miz does not fare well up there. I don't know why he, he bothers. He does not fare well. He doesn't. I don't know why. Maybe because he hit his finish, he thought, I can't do anything else. But Rollins has got him. But Miz holding on for dear life. He is indeed. And now work on the Miz actually kicking the leg out. Wow, again, the Miz-telligence coming through. And now Miz off the top. High risk, no! Oh, no, Seth straight back up to his feet. Superplex, roll through. No! Oh, looking for the Phoenix splash, but his leg hurts. Oh! Skull-crushing finale again. Miz has got it. One, One two. two. <laughs> <laughs> but Seth Rollins managing to kick out. Why are you uh, doing this to us, WWE? Why are you giving us probably the best <laughs> match of the night first? Yeah, I know! Two Scott Crusher finales. Crowd can't make it. The fans on the feet. Twice I've actually fooled me into thinking yeah. the Miz is going to win it. That time I thought definitely. Like I say, the suplex off the top, always followed by the Falcon Arrow. Miz somehow rolling from behind. Skull Crusher finale because that leg's still bad. And then Rollins don't even look at the referee. That's what gets me. I'm looking at him thinking, no, he can't. And then, yeah. That's the reflexes. Because <laughs> usually you see the guy just staring at the referee. You go, 
crap wrestlers. You yeah. Say. You know, like Bobby Roode. Like Bobby Roode around the autumn, but not Seth Rollins and The Miz in this one. Nah, these two guys are giving us an absolute classic match, actually. I'm very impressed with this. I, 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 and now I'm not sure how it's going to go because Rollins that knee caused them all sorts of trouble. And a third skull-crushing finale. I don't think even Rollins can get up from that. Well, John Cena hasn't even got up for that, let alone Seth Rollins. This is something we've not seen before tonight. It's what the Intercontinental title means, though, to both of these men. And we were saying that the Miz is going to be missing the Miz Taraj, <laughs> but I think he's done quite well without yeah. it. He's trying to prove a point that he doesn't need anyone in his corner. And to be fair, he's not really taken a shortcut as much, maybe a couple of times, but nothing too uh, major in this well, one. Well, Miz going up to the second rope for I a think... skull-crushing finale. <laughs> this is exactly what you... Listen to me. This is exactly what you said to finish it for Seth. Oh, but Seth looked like he was playing possum, managing to fight out with the back of elbows. Hello, possums! Well, the Miz falls down, and now it's Seth's chance. But we're injured leg and all. A stomp from on the second. He's off the second now. Oh, oh but Miz sidestepping. Rolling through. One, two. Rollins rolls him through One, again. Two. Oh, both men getting near falls. Seth rolling straight through. Hits oh. a stomp. Capitalise, my friend. Pin him. Bad leg and all. Goes for the cover after the stomp. One, One two, two, three. three. So, not only a fantastic match there, but also the fact, right, that um, the curb stomp... Look how good it made Seth Rollins. Kicking out of two um, skull crush finales. One curb stomp gets the victory there. Yeah. So, oh. unbelievable there. Dan, what did you... Th- I thought it was an absolute belter. I didn't think the Miz was going to be this good without the Miz Taraj. Seth Rollins, that injured leg. I thought he was going to come unstuck. I thought he was going to come unstuck with that, but you know he he was made to look really good in this match. And the Miz, very disappointed he didn't win in 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 a way, in a strange, weird yeah. way. Yeah. Because he done everything he needed to do to get the victory, but fell just short. An absolute. Uh, Nearly instant classic of a match there. We thought the triple threat match was good at WrestleMania. And what a great way to start the pay-per-view off properly. Uh, and like I said, both men's performances here, they both look like stars, you know. And uh, it's great for Seth Rollins. And it's good for The Miz. It'll be interesting to see what The Miz does now. And when he when he's on SmackDown, will he be looking for the United States title? Or maybe something a little bit bigger, you know, maybe targeting AJ Styles. I mean, if, if this is a match Miz and Rollins can have then I think an AJ Miz match as well could be just as good. And I think that would work if they wanted to do that. Depending if Nak- you know what I mean? Or Nak- it all depends what happens in the WWE title match later. But Rollins does win. And for Seth, another great performance, great reaction. And it really is working for Seth Rollins right now. Fair play to both of them. And that means as well we both get another point. So we start the main show off one point each. Another point each. So it's two all going into our third match. Dude, did you see the um, City last home game of the season? They got presented with a WWE title with the Man City plaques on it. You're kidding WWE me. WWE has presented Man City with a title for their record-breaking season. That is disgusting. Oh, no. We're lucky John Cena and Finn Balor Spurs fans. That's all I care about. So, of course, Jonathan Coachman, Michael Cole, Corey Graves on commentary here. But up next, it's Nia Jax versus... The your, beautiful Bliss. Yeah, your woman, Alexa. I say your woman. Against Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. And let's have a look at the promo. 
I trusted Alexa. I thought she was my best friend. You're strong. You're beautiful. I love you too, Bless. I like watching freaking Shrek dumb as she is big. You're an insecure little girl. And at WrestleMania, I'm gonna squash you like a bug. And Bliss has good backup in this match. Wow! Nia Jax just blasting through Mickey James! One way to eliminate a problem. Tonight, there's nowhere to run, there's nowhere to hide. Bliss is temporarily blinded Nia. Once again, mocking Nia. Nia's gonna dispatch of the goddess once and for all. Nia Jax has done it! For anybody that's ever been body shamed, that's ever been told that you're not good enough, proud of who she is, aims to be a role model for people around the world to accept who they are. Love who I am. Strong, confident, different. Naya's the bully here. Naya just loves to throw her weight around. It's about time you guys heard the truth about your beloved Naya. You never know when a bully will strike. I should know, because it happened to me. I was visiting Walt Disney World with the person who I thought was my best friend, but Naya spent the entire day making fun of my height and asking the park employees if I was tall enough for the adult rides. When this sweet old homeless lady approached us, Naya ripped the food away from this poor old woman and just gobbled it all down right in front of her. I can still see her. Turkey leg in each hand, just laughing and laughing. Naya turned the happiest place on earth into the saddest day ever. Bullies thrive on silence. If you see someone being a bully, speak up. Shut up, Alexa. I have a little public service announcement of my own. Mocking Nia Jax is bad for your health. Alexa loves to twist words, right? I'm the bully now. But you know what? Those words did not help her in the ring. Freaking Shrek dumb. Total loser. I'm Nia Jax. I don't take this I am different, yes. And I am big. But I love who I am. I want to make sure that young girls and boys can see themselves on TV, can see me as a champ. Alexa cares about one thing in the world. I will win back my Raw Women's Championship. I won't let the bully win. Alexa Bliss represents everybody who's trying to keep me down. This is something that I shouldn't feel sorry for. I can't let Alexa define me. Nia Jax was actually insulting Alexa Bliss on their trip to the happiest place on earth, not my bedroom, well, the second happiest place on earth, Disneyland. Yeah. And she was uh, mocking Bliss for her height, saying, is there a height restriction on certain rides? And it was the teacups. But and Bliss <laughs> said, you know, you don't need to be tall to ride the teacups. You know, they're just cups that spin round. But So that is being heightest. But so if, if Nia Jax could do that to Bliss, why can't Bliss... Turn it around on Jax. But wasn't Bliss doing this to Jax? 
No, because this is when I was friends. Yeah, but they were friends anyway, and it was Bliss bullying Jax about her weight well, and about no, the way she, she got, looked. She got, she got, she got, she got, yeah, she, go on. She, she got, in your own time, stitched up. Oh, she got stitched up, did she? She did. They, they left the recording devices on. You know, there should be a light flashing sound that they're on, but there wasn't that. They was just... You know, they was they, they stitched their right. Well, the the video is all about Jax being bullied by Bliss and finally reaching her dream at WrestleMania. But, of course, Bliss needs backup, and Mickey James has joined her in recent weeks to carry on. But I think Alexa Bliss has missed a step. Right, so you just told me about your moment of Bliss, which Bliss is just making up, but she's a, she needs Mickey James by her side. Jax is a dominant women's champion, and it should be good. This is a lie from Alexa Bliss, by the way. You, you can't really call her a dominant women's champion. She hasn't defended the women's title yet. She hasn't held on to it, you know, from WrestleMania to WrestleMania, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Well, tonight she squashes Bliss. And... See, look at look at the poor... The, the face of Alexa Bliss after she's been looking bullied at her by Nia That's all you're looking at. And the thing is, is Bliss has lost a step since WrestleMania. She's not the same woman... Without her championship, she got beaten by Ember Moon the night after Raw, and she's been on the run from Nia Jax, and she can't run forever. And at Backlash tonight, it comes to an end for Bliss. Was she completely obliterated at WrestleMania? No, she wasn't. Did she have her moments? She did have her moments. Well, then. I, but I think tonight is different. Jax, Bliss has made a mistake by making it more personal. Yeah, but has she, is she going to try and make Jax lose her focus? If you call her fat, she starts crying. Bang, her eyes are all foggied over. Kick her in a cunt. She's down. <laughs> I wouldn't call her fat or kick her in a cunt, right? I would do neither to Nia Jax because she would destroy me. <clears throat> she would shove me up a cunt. <laughs> That's what she would do. I'm not messing with Nia Jax. Probably the most dangerous woman on Raw. And Bliss is going to have to run forever. So here we go. It's the entrance of your favourite, Alexa Bliss. So Dan has the... Um, she doesn't look happy. She's not coming out with Mickey James. She has, yes. I she, don't, she's always got a, a look about her. I think she looks upset, and I think she looks like she's a bit scared here tonight to go into the ring with Nia Jax. But Dan, who have you gone for in this one? Well, James, if you've got something to lose, you're a vulnerability. Alexa Bliss has absolutely nothing to lose. So for that reason, and that reason only, I'm going for Nia. She's not like most girls, because she's huge. Jax. So you've gone Jax. And no, what the fuck is them two lines there? It says Nia. She's not like most yeah, what's girls. What's the two above it? Oh, that was she's Jax, because I got it wrong. <laughs> so this doesn't say Bliss. I haven't it says Bliss, you scrubbed out. No, I've got Nia Jax as well. Uh, not really that much surprise. Dominant. At this moment of time, I think she'll keep on. So why have you gone against your your girl then, Dan? Because Bliss is such a character and such a card, she doesn't need a title to make her prestigious. Jax, on the other hand, I think the title, you know, it turns her into a bit of a more dominant force, turns her into, you know, the irresistible force, shall we say, and it helps the stock of Nia Jax. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Nia Jax needs to be, we talk about dominated champion, needs few title defences under her belt, needs to look good for uh, the majority of the year here. I think with Bliss, I think they've done all they can with her at the moment. She's been Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. I think it's time... No, sorry. She was the first ever Raw 
and or SmackDown champion ever in history, I ever. Know. I know, ever. And she's been involved in most of the women's title matches either Raw or SmackDown these past because few years. Because she's had the title. But I feel, I feel she needs to take a little break or take a, a step back for the next couple of months to let other people come through and see what they can do. We talk about Ruby Riot and Bailey deserving more of a chance. How dare they boo her? Well, they're booing Bliss and they're cheering Jax. The way it should be with Face and Hill. Exactly. Well, we've seen that already here tonight with uh, Rollins and Miz. Let's hope Jax and Bliss can accomplish it in this match. So it's a Raw Women's title on the line. And here we go. And Bliss going low in the early going. And now jumping on Jax's back. Well, it's kind of sleeper, but gets thrown off straight away. And Jax showing her power going for the clothesline. Bliss dodges. And this is real speed versus power in this one. Bliss got to try and be quick. And Jack's got to use the power moves. And Bliss already jumped on Jax's back. Bliss looking to run the ropes. Gets her hair pulled by Jax. Looking for a slap. And that gets blocked as well. And now Jax just twisted the arm of Bliss. She's going to break the arm. Oh. It was a big Samoan headbutt. Look at the size of that noggin. And She's now got a sweet on her. Squashes her in the corner. Throws her to the other corner. Squashes her in that. And then builds her out of the ring, basically. And uh, this might not be good for Bliss, but maybe she's looking for a bit of uh, separation here. He's outmatched in this one. What's Bliss got to do if she wants to win it? Well, I think Mickey James is going to make an appearance throughout the, uh, the the course of the match. Kind of distract Nia Jax. Um, Bliss, he's just got to try and lose focus. Hit a move, hit a move. And, you know, dodge Nia's big shots. And that's not a, a play on her size. She does have big shots and big ass and big thighs and big belly. Carried away there. Just dodge Nia's big shots and, you know, try and get a sneak victory. She's going to have to hit at least three sparkle splashes. Well, this is the thing, you know, we talk about Jax being a heavy hitter. You know, Bliss is five, six blows just compared to one for Jax. So, like I said, constant on air. I think with Nia Jax, just can't, can't let Bliss get into her head at all. She's got to be... Lately, you've got to be focused on the fact that it's a women's title on the line. doesn't matter about Bliss. doesn't matter about the history they got. It's about beating her and retaining. And Bliss at the moment, though. And Bliss is yeah, bouncing Jax's head off the mat. She's standing both feet on her back. And these two women, you know, it's no secret that these two are best friends backstage. But you can certainly see that friendship is uh, long gone now. Exactly. As Bliss nails... Uh, as Bliss drills Nia's head into the apron. But then Jax had this coming. I mean, you know, Bliss had just won her title. Jax had her up on her shoulder. And then Jax just dropped her for no reason. And then, you know, she wanted to be friends again. Yeah, but Bliss has been... We've seen her. She, she's got confidence. She uses people. She used Blake and Murphy back in NXT. She used Mickey James. She used Nia Jax. She could use me and I'd be happy about it. She her. used everybody. She tries to use Nia Jax now. Hit a DDT on her. Oh, but no, Jack's powers gets Bliss on her shoulders, but Bliss, again, with the intelligence, with the backslide. Oh, my God. But there was nothing intelligent about that as Jax just runs through her. And it's what Jax can do. Now she's going to go for a splash. Oh. oh. Well, she's looking for her senton. Yeah, I think rolling senton, lucky. A rolling senton, yeah. And Bliss, again, intelligently rolling through. Bliss has definitely got a speed advantage. Yeah, and she, I, you know, in a weird way, I think Bliss might be more aggressive as well. Because, oh, a lot more aggressive. Because I think if Jax had the more aggressive nature, we've seen that kind of soft side to her. 
then I think she could real be really a killer in the uh, women's division. Where well, if, if she had stayed by Bliss's side, she could have learned Bliss's aggressive side. Yeah, but why would you want to be a psychic when you know you could be successful now? You know, Nia Jax is women's champion in her own right. She didn't need Bliss's help. Bliss needed her help. And Bliss might need help now. She got caught with Nia Jax. Gets thrown onto Jax's shoulder for a second time. Samoan drop, but I don't think she wants to drop her from there. Well, she's looking to climb the ropes with Jax, uh, with Bliss on her shoulders. But Bliss, intelligently, turning into a, like a sleeper hold. And now she's got the arm under. Just look at the ferociousness of Bliss. <laughs> then she just jumps on Nudge. She's getting her down. Jax trying to power up, but Bliss again. She's just vicious and relentless. She's like a little pit bull. She is, and Jax can't get her off and throws her into the corner. And now again, shoulder thrust, but Bliss not stopping this attack. She is relentless. Like, putting Jax into the corner, but Jax is trying to fight out with some ferocious elbows. Uh-oh. Oh! She grabs and just flips her over. And Bliss looked like she was thrown out of a moving auto vehicle then. But Jax having trouble breathing. And she did just pancake Alexa Bliss. Oh, but Bliss with a kick, and that might have frustrated Jax more than anything. Oh. Well, she picks Bliss up by her hair and just clotheslines her straight back down again. Does it look like Bliss has had a boob job? Because there was rumours that she was out having a breast enhancement. Oh, no, surgery. I can't really see a, a big cup there, but she's getting beaten a shout by Nia Jax, so it's a little bit difficult to see. Gets thrown across the ring again. I think the end might be near. And Jack's pulling Bliss's lifeless body. Oh, my God. Ragdolling her. Just kicking her about. And now Nia Jax. No, she's not going to go for a Jack spot, is she? It's taking far too long. Oh, she climbs up to the second. Second now. She's trying to get a bounce. Oh, but Bliss throwing her over the top rope to the outside. Narrowly missing the steel stairs. God. And that might be Bliss's last act of desperation. And Jax went down with a fud. And now Bliss on the apron coming she's down. Got an injured wing, bless her, the little ducky. She has, but she's going after Nia Jax. She's got her on the stairs. Oh! Wow, that's very intelligent from Bliss. Planting Jax's head in a DDT onto the steel stairs. And Jax is out. And that. But she does need to get Jax into the ring to get the victory, and Jax is dead weight. <laughs> Can't get Nia Jax back in. Or is it just a strength of Bliss pulling I, her up? I think Bliss, I think Bliss, Bliss with Wallow trying to pick Jax up. A counter victory is not going to help her. She's telling the ref, like, don't count her out. The referee's like, that's kind of my job here. I don't know why he's trying to be funny. <laughs> All Bliss can do is go back, break the count, and hope Jax can be picked up. Oh, Jack, slowly but surely. <laughs> don't call me Shirley. Making her way back into the ring with some assistance from Bliss, but I don't think Bliss is doing much. <laughs> yeah, Jack's not. I'll just do it. <clears throat> and now Bliss, go for the cover. One, One two. two. Oh, but Jack's with a brutal kick out. Uh-huh. And Bliss throwing a bit of a bitch fit, but she needs to keep her cool about her as much as she can. I know she's frustrated. Well, this is probably the, the worst night, Jack's. Has been in the WWE ring so far. Bliss has beaten her down. But now can she get the job done? Going to run into Bliss. Going to run oh, into she Jax. she gets caught. Up onto her shoulders. Jax is going up top now. Can she be successful? Uh-oh. And Bliss still trying to fight. <laughs> she's wiggling out. Oh. She's looking to try and plant <laughs> Jax. But Jax holding on. Oh. 
And Jack's down. Oh, oh but Bliss kicking the legs out from underneath. And for a cover. One, two. Oh. But Jack's again kicking out, but with not as much force as she has done. Ah. Now Bliss might be crying because she can't put Nia Jax away. Come on, Bliss. Keep your cool, love. And what can she do now? She's got a growl on her face. We don't usually see a growler, do we? Seen it once. It was a beautiful sight. Memorable day. And the kick. We see the replay of Jax thumping to the ground. I think Nia Jax just tried some own job without going to the second row, if I'm fair. Well, it hasn't been successful for her thus far, so yeah, I think you're right there. And Bliss with a drop kick. Just stepping over Jax as she's looking to go for a sparkle splash to try and finish it. Jax is a bit out of position. She's kind of moved a bit quickly. Well, the Twisted Sister is up on the top. Going to hit Jax. Oh, she gets caught. Well, you thought that I was up. She was. And now what's she going to do to Bliss? Tries to turn it into a small and drop. Bang. Hits it. Goes for the cover. One, One, two, two, three. And that match was all bliss. Jax hits a Samoan drop and gets a victory. Yep. Jax got beaten up there by Bliss but came through the challenge, which looks a bit weird when you consider the size disadvantage. But again, Jax realising maybe he's just hit the Samoan drop normally, you'll get the pin and you can hurt her another day. But uh, another victory and another win. Uh, I don't think it was a, a bad match. I think it's a bit of a shame coming out of the... Uh, IC title match. I think they gave it all they could do. And for these two, I don't think it was too bad, Dan. What are your thoughts? No, um, Bliss. I think Bliss looked amazing in defeat. She certainly gave it her role. And she put 110% into this match. Unfortunately, coming up short. No. And, you know, just unable to conquer the beast known as Jack. Jax. So who will be next in line for Nia Jax? And what will happen to Bliss? I guess we'll find out. On the Raw fallout. But it's not been bad so far. So we've seen two women's matches. And of course the Miz, Rollins and Nicolai title match. As we head into the next one. Oh look at Bliss. Really upset. She can't believe it. And Renee Young asking Jax what she feels. It's okay to be different. She's won this title. She defends for everybody that's been bullied. Have been bullied wherever it is Dan. And that sends a make. That sends a be a star. Yeah she makes no apologies for who she is. This is me. And it looks like there's two of you. I think she took that from a song. It's not like they've got a charity that they do anti-bullying for, is it? <sighs> and if you mess with her, they're going to get their ass kicked down. So if a bully beats up another... If if uh, if someone beats up a bully, does that not then make them a bully? No, because they're only beating violence. them. Because if they didn't bully, they wouldn't be beaten up. So, not like, so they're kind of like a vigilante. Yeah, well, they're not be- getting beaten up because of who they are, what they're doing, and what they look like. They're getting beaten up because they're being a dick and beating someone else up. So I think Jax is right, and I think vigilante... An eye for an eye makes old blind, James. Well, a wig- wink's as good as a nod to a blind man, Dan, all right? As who we said that? On. I can't say. <laughs> but Nia Jax is still women's champion... And Alexa Bliss is crying her little eyes out. I'm going to celebrate with some cake. Tom or Todd Phillips, Byron Saxton and Corey Graves are now on commentary. But after the women's title match, we saw Reznor. Reznor? We saw Reigns and Lesnar, the great 
great greatest Royal Rumble. So after the women's title match, we saw Reigns and Lesnar, the greatest Royal Rumble controversy, and the referee sent the tweets, and it's really bad. Then we see Samoa Joe backstage getting interviewed for a babyface pop, of course. And he said Roman Reigns has lost everything. He's lost his speed, he's lost his power, lost his strength, and tonight he loses to him. He will feel the pain. Every time he closes his eyes, he will see Samoa Joe's face. And he says tonight, the big dog becomes a whimpering puppy. But it is United States titles time, and Randy Orton is out here. And Dan, you've got a massive smirk on your face. No, James, I haven't got a cigarette in my gob. It is a genuine grin. And yes, it is because I've just seen my lady of WWE, and now I get to see my man of WWE, and that is Randy Orton. (laughs) So it is Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy in this one. And Dan, what have you thought of the build-up as Jeff Hardy comes out now? Yes, well, we saw Randy Orton losing the United States title in controversial fashion. Jinder Mahal then got a shot at the Greatest Royal Rumble because Randy was too busy starring in and eliminating Mojo Rawley from the Greatest Royal Rumble. You know, this this kind of rematch has been sorted out for tonight. Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton, both Raw superstars. Smackdown. Smackdown superstars. The yeah. Miz unsuccessful in taking the IC title over to Smackdown, so Miz, to Raw. Yeah, so the Miz might be watching this match closely, seeing as uh, he's going to be on Smackdown and he's going to be facing, he might eventually face winner with Jeff versus Randy Orton. You said to me at the Greatest Royal Rumble, you said this is a match you're looking forward to more than Jeff Hardy v. Jinder Mahal. Because there's no Jinder Mahal and because it's Randy Orton instead. We know Randy Orton can go some. He's, you know, he can have good matches. He had very good matches. He had a brilliant match with Bobby Roode. Yes, he did, yeah. When he beat him for the US title. Humiliated him. But we're talking about this one. We are talking about this (laughs) one, yes. you think this will be good? I think it's going to be a very good match, yeah. I don't know how we can turn a senton bomb, a swanton bomb, into an RKO, but if anyone can, Randy can. Well, this is the thing, and we're going on to predictions, and we've seen, well, before we do, we saw Shelton Benjamin's involvement, and there, there might have been, uh, he might be involved with triple threat, but he wasn't. But you liked something from Randy, what you said to me, and the Smackdowns involving Jeff Hardy, didn't you? Yes. And we're going to go back and see that. Uh, they had a tag team match together. Going against Shelton Benjamin, and I can't remember who Benjamin's partner was, but they'd done an RKO into a Swanton bomb. And then, as Jeff Hardy was just about to celebrate in victory, he got caught with an RKO out of nowhere, which is just classic Randy Orton. It is, and the RKO is the most dangerous move in professional wrestling, I will say that. And I will, you know, my record for going against Orton has not been great. And with the US title on the line here tonight, I can quite happily say that I have gone for. Jeff Hardy, and I'll explain my reasons after you tell me yours, Dan. Well, James, I don't know how you can go against Randy Orton. I mean... <laughs> you never go, we never go against our guys. We never, ever go against our guys. So I haven't gone for Jeff Hardy. I've gone for Brother Nero. <laughs> you got Brother Nero. you got Jeff. What are your reasons? Because I know you're a massive Randy Orton fan. What are your reasons for Jeff in this one? I think Jeff's... You know, Randy Orton doesn't need a title to make him dangerous. I think Randy Orton's more dangerous when he's pursuing titles, when he's going after people. And, you know, no one tells him when to RKO. He does it out of nowhere. Well, I, I think the problem with all... If we go back to the last backlash where he lost to Jinder Mahal 
for the WWE Championship. We've seen, we know how dangerous the RKO is, but he's been distracted so many times. And I think this is now, if they're not going to do it with Bobby Roode, they do it now with Randy Orton, where they have Jeff Hardy beating him, and then at the end, Randy Orton turns around, RKO's Jeff Hardy, and goes all meanie again. Because I think a hill Randy Orton is better than a face Randy Orton. And you being Randy Orton's number one fan, would I you wholeheartedly prefer? agree with that. A hill Orton is perfect. You know, he might even... Hit him with a punt after. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, exactly, if he does that and then he can have a kind of feud with Jeff Hardy because these two have uh, have matched up in the past. And we were talking about this off air about the last time they feuded, I think, was that Royal Rumble, maybe 2008, 2009. For the world title, yeah. Yeah, for the title on the line where Randy Orton was successful then. And, you know, I mentioned earlier on that The Miz is brilliant at taking a beating, but I don't think anyone can take a beating like Jeff Hardy. I think that for me, though... When we've I've... seen him in ladder matches, we've seen him in, you know, Extreme Rules type matches, and he just takes a beating like no one and, you know, manages to hit a twist of fate. Then the Swanton Bomb and that's it, you know, or, or a very dangerous one Tom Bond but Randy Orton with that brilliant high drop kick I mean no one hits a drop kick better than him well I think with Jeff Hardy the problem is because he looks he sells it so well he's probably because he is beating up like I say he took the amount of bumps he's taken his body's been pretty prime but now he's working a full time WWE schedule he's got given an opportunity going to go for a twist of fate Randy Orton managing to shove him off sends him into the corner but gets caught with a back elbow <laughs> Jeff looking to climb the, climb the ropes and Randy Orton just shoves him and crutches him over the top, gives himself a bit of a room for breathing, trying to shake his head back into the game, let them voices start talking, and Jeff's hung up in a tree of woe, which I think he'd done all that himself. And the thing is as well about Randy Orton, his different demeanour in this one, it's all about a face match. And the referee's trying to pull Randy Orton off of the beating he's giving Jeff Hardy. Come on, Dan, if you were the referee, you'd be trying to pull Dan- Randy Orton off as well. So I cannot confirm nor <laughs> deny that I would or would not do that. I would. So Randy, <laughs> Randy Orton, though, wants to be focused on Jeff Hardy and beat him down. So keys to victory in this one. What does uh, our friend Jeff have to do if he wants to avoid the RKO, Dan? There's nothing you can do to avoid an RKO. I'm sorry, but it comes out. And when you least expect it or when you most expect it, that is when he hits you with it. That's a fair point. So Jeff really hasn't got a change, but he tries. He needs to try and avoid that. He needs to kind of give his fluid offense that he does so well. But Orton does like beating you up. Well, I think Orton's going to get pissed off with the referee more quicker than he gets pissed off with Jeff Harley. And Orton dodging the referee this time, going on the other side, <clears throat> taking his time. But Jeff, if he's to his advantage, oh, he can take out Randy Orton, which he does, as I was saying it. Well, this is the thing, Randy Orton's just taking a bit too long now, you know. Maybe, I'm not saying he's missed a step, but maybe it's uh, just father time catching up of him, letting no. Jeff get back into the match. No. No. Orton's been around a fair while now, Dan. Jeff Hardy's been around longer than Randy Orton. He has, but Jeff is the one beating up Randy Orton at the moment, so there. And For now, now, yeah. Oh, he's taking his top off. He means business. But Randy Orton is still tight and ripped. Well, Jeff's not in bad shape either. But he's not tight and ripped. <laughs> he might not be tight and ripped, no. And Randy's definitely got better tattoos. Well, Orton into the stairs and then gets thrown in the ring. Jeff's going to try something now. Ooh. Oh, but Randy again with his brilliant high drop kick. And that, he does get some edge kicks. Don't get me wrong, the six moves Orton hits, I really enjoy. You know, <laughs> like, I want to enjoy the DDT when he hits it. And like so I like the RKO. Nice drop kick again. But for an old man. <laughs> as you say for someone that's passed it not too bad he's younger than Rude who's not on this card 
Look, Rude might, Mo might be here somewhere. He might attack Randy Orton from behind. That'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> he wishes. Oh. And Randy Orton going to that place now, dropping Jeff Hardy back first onto Barry Cade. Not once, but twice. But Jeff can take a beating. Oh, oh no. Third time's a charm. Well, Randy Orton's looking to seriously hurt Jeff Hardy here. That's why referee didn't want Randy Orton to go outside. But he can't beat him outside. So he throws him back into the ring. Two. Oh. Jeff just managing to kick out. Oh. Uh-huh. Orton unsuccessful in his pin attempt. But he should be surprised. Like I said, the history between Jeff and Orton. They should know each other. And he should know how tough Jeff Hardy is. And now he's going to go for the stomps. And he's stomping every part of his body. Suplexes him up. And oh, just crushed him down on the top rope. Randy Orton having his way with Jeff at the moment. Go for the cover. But Jeff again kicks out. Oh. Now, Randy just wearing Jeff down, keeping the high-flying Hardy Boy grounded. Yeah, the dreaded Randy Orton side headlock is back in full force in this match. But Jeff looking to try to get back into it. But the fans, a bit undecided, really. Like I said, Randy Orton got a big response. But there are Hardy fans in attendance. Now, a gut-wrench variation. Well, he's got the grapevine locked in. He can't hit uh, his signature moves. While he's down on the mat getting choked out by the Viper. And a Viper, the more you struggle, the tighter they get. But I don't remember Jeff ever giving up in a wrestling matches. So I don't know if it's just trying about taking the energy down. But Jeff going to try and fight. As he's just winning US title. Don't want to lose it so quickly. And he's going to try and get him up for the jawbreaker. Well, Jeff's up now. Hits to the midsection around the And finally, submission gets broken. Kicks and now an Irish whip. Oh, my God. Randy Orton hit right in the face there. Oh, inverted atomic drop. Takes the legs out. Classic Jeff Hardy there. Dropping the legs in the midsection. Drop kick. Going for the cover. But Orton kicks out. Uh. And now Jeff. Finding a bit of separation. What was he going to do to take Randy Orton away? Runs towards him in the corner. Orton dodges, but Jeff up. Whisper in the wind. Whisper in the wind. Oh, my God. It knocked out two. Randy Orton. Oh, but Randy managed to get his shoulder up at two. Two. But the leg of Jeff right on the noggin of Orton. See, that's how you get hit by whisper in the wind. <laughs> Not Jinder Mahal at the Greatest Royal Rumble, where you miss it by two feet and still get reacted to it. You get hit by the wind. Jeff now, twist of fate time. Oh, Randy turns it into an RKO. Hits that power slam. Well, Jeff dodged that RKO attempt, but Orton now going for the cover. And Jeff gets shoulder off at two. Two. Orton thinks to himself, yeah, that's close. Now Orton pushing Jeff Hardy on. He's going to try it. Oh, DDT attempt, but Jeff rolls in the mid- gets Orton in the middle of the ring, pushing him back with a mule kick. And now Orton's down in the corner. And now Hardy's going to try the cardiac arrest. Oh, Orton moves, and oh, Hardy hit nothing. Just in the nick of time. And now Jeff again rolling on the apron and Orton taking his time. Looking around at the crowd. He's definitely confident. And now Orton's got Jeff in a suspension DDT. Oh, it hits it. And what's after that? Well, he's going to go to that place. He's going to psych up the fans. He's going to pound the mat and he's going to hit him with an RKO. And Jeff's going to see it coming. Orton is taking his time trying to get the fans on his side. There we go, punching the mat, waiting for Jeff to get up. Randy Orton now, RKO. Oh, but Jeff with a roll up one, two. Oh. Randy managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Jeff now, twist of fate. Hits it. Orton's in the drop zone. No. Now Jeff going up. Santon bomb. Hits its mark. <laughs> one, one, two, two three. three. 
Jeff Hardy beats Randy Orton basically clean in that one there. A couple of RKO attempts, but a twist of fate. And uh, Swanton Bomb beautifully hit the target there. But that is it. I mean, Dan, what do you think of the match? It wasn't a terrible match. I don't think it was as good as the Intercontinental title match. I think it was kind of missing a beat, really. But no, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't anything terrible, though. I know. I mean, a couple of good uh, the closing segments quite good there. We had Randy Orton, of course, in control, but maybe again taking too long with a DDT and RKO attempts. And Jeff managed to twist the fate. Swanton, it tells the story. I think Jeff is lucky to escape there as US champion, but I think he definitely needed that victory. And what will Randy Orton say after that loss? That would be interesting to hear. Well, what would he do after that loss? Well, Randy Orton took that like a good one as well. So Jeff gets the win. He's on the second rope, celebrating with a title belt. Thanks his fans. Go on, Orton. RKO. Beat the shit out of him. Oh, oh. Jeff Boom. rolls out. Jeff rolls. <laughs> Jeff rolls out. But yeah, Randy Orton loses. Means we both win, though. Another point each for all. No Randy Orton RKO afterwards. Bit disappointing as we move on to match five. Oh, it's Elias. <laughs> Gonna have a musical performance. Hello, my name is Elias. I'm going to give you a performance tonight. I'd like you to silence your cell phone and hold your applause. Who, Who wants, wants to walk with, with Elias? <laughs> so he's dedicated song to Bruce Springsteen. Hold your applause and shut your damn mouths. Oh, no. Be sure. Well, they're going to have a trump- trumpet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Combo. And feel, feel the power. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Well, the pancake loving new day coming out here. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, they've not just got Francesca, but they've got Jeremiah and Sydney. <laughs> well, yeah, they've Biggie's got the drums and Kofi's throwing pancakes. Yago, why is there a sign that's a Yago? <laughs> <laughs> We're actually going to see it between, between the New Day and Elias. Elias won't want to work with the New Day. They want to walk with Elias. Kofi is absolutely rinsing it on the symbols. <laughs> he is. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening now? Aiden Ingot, the Sultan of Shakespeare. <laughs> Huge Rusev Day chart going through the crowd. Don't split him up. Please don't. Well, he's got a Rusev Day mic. Rusev Mashka. Well, we've got two singers. We've got a guitar player. We've got a drum player. We've got a cymbal player. We've got a trumpet player. What does Rusev actually bring to this band? Rusev Akayasaka. They need Drew McIntyre, Heath Slater, and Jinder Mahal to come out because they are the original three-man band. And GPD said, what the hell is going on? <laughs> oh, no, no way. way. Jose. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? They cut a Bobby Roode match out for this, James. <laughs> Are you impressed? No way, Jose. Titus Don't fall down on your way to the ring. <laughs> Apollo <laughs> Crews giving it a dance. And Breezango. <laughs> but James, no Bobby Roode. No Bobby Roode, but they're out here dancing. Fandango and Breeze. Is Ascension there as well? Did I see them? Or is it just my imagination? Well, let's have a look. So they come round. There's Dana Brooke. 
<laughs> GPT. What is, what is Fandango doing with me? He was dancing with it. And this is ruining GPD's musical performance. <clears throat> but he's got the backing dancers now, James. He's got the statistician. He's got Titus World Slide. World Slide. He's got No Way Jose. He's got The New Day. He's got Breezango. He's got Aiden English and the Bulgarian Brute Rusev. He doesn't need a conga line. Right, no one better interrupt him again, Dan. Don't you dare interrupt him again. Oh, glorious. No, no. Yeah, Bobby Roode's here. Come on, it's DDT. Boom. It's rude. Yes, yes, yes. Bobby Roode's And he didn't lose that round he ought to do because he is... Glorious! What a segment! <laughs> <laughs> no way! And now he's teaming up with Jose. <laughs> Go on, Rusev, join in as well. All my favourite. <laughs> there, that dancing. Yes, he's gone from a serious NXT act <laughs> to a comedy fucking joker. English it. wanted to dance oh. along with the lion, but he got pulled back by the lion. Oh, that's a hamburger's on a stroke. Well, a glorious Bobby Roode here. He's made the pay-per-view. Yeah, along with some other filler talent. Glorious! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and they took out a match for that. I don't care. A matchka! So in New York, New Jersey, and after that brief break... <laughs> we're actually going to get another match in a minute, hopefully. Can we get back to the serious yeah. now? seriousness now? And the proper card. Well, we're going to get very serious. Well, it is Daniel Ryan against Big Ass. <laughs> See, look, Big Ass, Daniel Ryan. We are going to get... Oh, yeah. We're going to get really serious right now because it is Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass in a match. <laughs> and let's have a look at the promo. Daniel Bryan. He had a career-threatening injury. He might have never made it back to WWE. You are clear. Well, I was on the shelf nursing an ACL injury for seven months. And I worked 24-7 to get back here as soon as possible. And the day that I get cleared, guess who also gets cleared? Daniel Bryan. After so long, I finally got the news that I was waiting for. That I can now continue doing what I've loved to do for over 16 years. Nobody cares about Daniel Bryan. I fought for three years for my dream, for my dream to go back in there and compete, to go back in there and wrestle. Well, I don't care how many times you kick me in the face, Daniel Bryan is back and Daniel Bryan will fight. That's what happens when you mess with Big Cass. From the bottom of the totem pole, all the way to the top of the totem pole. And that's right, I'm talking about the very top of the totem pole. Don't even dare hop on the bandwagon because you know that I am the future of WWE. You are a parody of wrestling. For me, I I know what it's like to be a Daniel Bryan. Up until the age of 16, I was a little guy. I was small, I was pathetic, I was 
week. I know what it's like to be Daniel Bryan, and guess what? It sucks! Daniel Bryan reminds me of myself when I was a little guy, and I despise him! I'm gonna make sure Daniel Bryan goes back to where he belongs. On the shelf, beaten, battered, bruised, and retired. But this is not Daniel Bryan, the underdog, and this is not Daniel Bryan, the general manager. This is the Daniel Bryan who fights for his dreams, and this is the Daniel Bryan who will not accept no for an answer, and this is the Daniel Bryan who will knock down any wall put in front of him. I will main event WrestleMania, and I will represent the WWE to the fullest every day of my life. When I step foot in this ring, there is nobody better than Daniel Bryan! Alright, so the promo for this one. But interesting, interesting. I mean, when Daniel Bryan was cleared... After being out for so long. Possible dream matches, you know, Nakamura, Styles, uh, Owens. You didn't put Big Cass in there. No one put Big Cass in there, but moment of silence, please, for Daniel Bryan's entrance. I wonder if his chest has healed from the greatest Royal Rumble because he put in a stellar performance. One hour, 16 minutes and 36 seconds. A record-setting performance in the greatest Royal Rumble. And, you know, compared to his other Royal Rumble matches that were disappointing and every time he got eliminated, the resounding boos that went around the arena. Yeah, so we just saw Daniel Bryan's entrance and, yeah, talk about dream matches for Daniel Bryan to come back. Big Cass was not on that list. But, I mean, it's not a bad story leading up to this. Daniel Bryan coming back after two years away being cleared. Well, Big Cass was out for a year. And no one cared about that. All they cared about was Daniel Bryan's return. And, and Cass felt upset by this. His ego took a beating. Uh, only a big guy. Now he's come back here and he wants to make a point. And the point he's going to make it on is Daniel Bryan. And he attacked him from behind. And he'd been beating him up. And we saw the greatest Royal Rumble, like he said, a hundred, uh, an hour plus from Daniel Bryan. Big Cass out at number 49, eliminating Daniel Bryan in that way. And I've got to say, I kind of... Not like Big Cass, because I hate the way he wrestles, but the character's quite good, because like I say, Brian said, why do you need to be seven foot and attack people from behind? He's got this kind of cockiness, and he, I don't know, it's, it's different to most giants yeah, but going around. one must earn cockiness before they can portray it. What has he got to be cocky about? He was associated with Enzo Amore, he got injured during a match with said twat, and what's he done? He's won no titles. He's done absolutely fuck all. He came out at number 49, threw out and picked on a man who had been in the, in a Royal Rumble match over an hour. You saw the state of his chest. I mean, against a fresh Daniel Bryan, no chance. Well, WWE obviously have hopes for Big Cass because he destroyed Big Show last year at SummerSlam, didn't he, before the injury. Now he's back, booked in a match with Bryan. But this is very important for Big Cass here to uh, look good against Daniel Bryan. If you can't look against Daniel Bryan, at paper, he can't look good against Daniel Bryan, a pay-per-view match, and he might not have a big future. This might depend on him being a main eventer off mid-card. You know, we talk about people on Strowman, a Baron Corbin, or even worse than that. But uh, prediction-wise, Dan, who have you gone for? Well, James, I have gone for Daniel, yes, 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 Bryan. Yeah, I have gone Daniel Bryan in this one as well. I mean, for me, I th- it's quite a close one to call this match, because you might think Big Cass 
needs a dominating victory. And dominating victory to, like you say, prove his point on SmackDown. Then he can start being cocky and arrogant. I want to see that at the expense of Daniel Bryan, you know, and it's going to be difficult for him in the future to try and get the respect from the crowd. You know, the worst thing a wrestler can get is silence, and this is what Big Cass doesn't want. So we'll see if he can perform in this one. But this is going to be definitely a big man versus little man, you know, see if Big Cass can impress here with his strength. Of course, he's changed his look and his entrance attire now. But still, I don't think he looks athletic. I still think he's got a weird build. Do you know what I mean? He's just like Test. I think Test had a better look than uh, Big Cass. Test looked like a horse face. Test had a better look. He got better upper body than fucking Big Cass did. And he, at least he wore trousers. He didn't wear fucking pants with shit long fucking elbow pads and boots. Brian sends Big Cass out. So Brian drop kicks Cass on the outside, goes on the apron, hits him with the big knee. Cass in a little bit of trouble, comes back in, and Brian oh, off the top. A lovely seated drop kick. Brian nips up to his feet. Don't take your attention off him for too long, no DB. And Brian seems fired up for this. His chest is repaired a little bit from the rumble. Oh, looking for them big kicks across Big Cass's big chest. Exactly. Made famous by the Miz, those kicks, and Daniel no, Bryan. Don't even, don't even try that. It's one. a fact. Daniel Bryan actually used them as a mark of respect. Full of Miz going to lean. Oh! I think wind up for the big shot, but Cass catches him. The spine buster. And now there's the cock and this big arm in the air. We saw this a little bit earlier with uh, Jackson Bliss. Kind of just a size disadvantage. But Brian's got the heart of a line. We know this. We see how tough he is in the past. And he's not going to be intimidated by Big Cass. Oh, Ooh. Big Cass with a big slap across Daniel Bryan's little chest. There's huge chops there. And a big clubbing blow. And Bryan's in serious trouble having to get him to use the ropes to get up. And another big slap across the chest of Daniel Bryan. Well, that's going to exacerbate the injury that he's had before. And I think Cass knows this. Maybe using a little bit of intelligence to his credit. And we saw him getting close to the Miz and chatting to him. I mean, the Miz would be a good guy to be in big cast there if he wants to make an impact in WWE. He's got Daniel Bryan against the ropes again. For another big slap across the chest. And caving his uh, chest in and he stares at the referee. And Bryan fighting out, but as soon as he does one shot, big cast all he needs. One huge blow takes him down. Followed by a big elbow drop. And a big cover. One, two. But Brian managing to kick out. Oh. I d- I, but I don't know what Cass's finishing move is. The Empire Elbow. The what? Empire Elbow. The Empire. So what is the difference in the Empire Elbow and the elbow you just hit? Uh, he gets more height. Oh, does he? Right. <laughs> so, well, I think Cass might need to work on his finisher if he wants to do it. And, uh, well, that was his finisher. I don't know if it's changed. Yeah, what would they call it now? The Annihilator or something like that. If he's tough. Puts the arm in the air a la Big Daddy Cool. He's got a big backbreaker on Daniel Bryan now. You don't think he does big then? <laughs> big Cass, isn't it? And he's got Bryan, but Bryan fighting out. Big Cass looking for a big run, but gets caught with a little track tie hole from Daniel Bryan. And now into the corner, and Bryan's going to try and respond, get back into this match. Cass a little bit woozy at the moment. Bryan with the kicks. Oh, you can see the redness across the chest of Bryan as well. And a kick all trying to beat up Big Cass's midsection. Oh, Brian comes running in with them lovely kicks. Oh, hits a second. Looking for a third, but gets caught in a big, what was it? Like an elevated lift and just drops to the mat. Well, Cash showing his power there, picking up Brian after Brian's third attempt, slamming him all the way down. 
And then a kind of clothesline from hell, nearly taking the head off Daniel Bryan's shoulders. So the tenacity of Daniel Bryan, he, he doesn't give up there, and a big step over. And Bryan managing to kick out. Ah. Now Cass going to take his time and pick up Daniel Bryan. Cass with another clothesline, but he's still got hold of Bryan's arm. He's trying to get the crowd behind him. Look at him smirking. No, James, he's just got a grin on his face. Not a cigarette in his gob. And another big clothesline while big holding on to the arm. Well, fur clothesline there by Cass. He's taking his time. Don't want to do that. Well, he's mocking the crowd. He's doing an autumn, which is always a mistake. But turn inside out with yet another clothesline. Now it looks like Cass in the corner has got a different look in his eyes. Going to target Daniel Bryan. Might be the big boot. Just a boot, James. Oh, Bryan dodged it. Catches one of his own. And now Brian's oh. trying to catch the arm. Going for that yes lock. If you can get him down. Yes. Yes lock. Yeah, he's got it in, but Cass still fighting. Can't get the arm round. And it has just the uh, length of Cass. But look at the forearms. Look at the strikes by Brian. Right in the face. And now he's got it in. Middle of the ring. Cass taps. <laughs> you big bitch. Cass just like that. Just like that. Just, just like that. But they're impressive trying to get the submission in. I like that from Brian. It, we, I like that aggressive side that we see. And he manages to get the S-lock. And he does get the victory. So fair play to Daniel Bryan. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I don't think that was too bad a match. I think the crowd weren't really behind uh, Big Castle, even disliking him. We were just waiting for Brian's comeback. But I think what it was, it was okay. Cass in control. The majority of the match up until the end with uh, maybe you could say a mistake with Brian managing to hit the kick there. Cass taking too long. But it was these strikes right at the end. I was really impressed with just clubbing blows. Cass is just too vanilla for me for a big guy. And it was like three seconds after a tap out as well. So will Cass be part of the No Way Jose dance troupe in a year's uh, time? Oh, no. Big Cass is attacking Daniel Bryan as he was celebrating in the corner because he can't win the match. Well, I think Daniel Bryan, I think Big Cass, bit of a sore loser. Now he's even more angry. Uh-oh, careful. Picks him up by his hair, throws him down, and then just bills him again on that floor. We should have won the match then, shouldn't you, you lanky streak of piss? Fuck off with Enzo. Go on, fuck off. Well, Big Cass is not happy and is trying to make a statement after the defeat. A huge, you huge, tapped out, yeah. Chant. You tapped out, Chant, and he's not happy about that. And now Cass throwing Brian into the ring, looking for that big boot. Hits it. Too little, too late, though, big fella. But is that a statement for the rest of the roster? You might beat him, but he's not going to stay down for long. Cass standing over the fallen carcass of Daniel Bryan. Well, the only statement he's made to me is that he's a loser. Well, as we move swiftly on to match number six, by my count. Yeah, I should say after that, we both get a point each. So, yeah, five points also. At this moment in time, halfway through. Uh, well, I was going to say, I don't want to curse it like you did at, well, like I did at the Greatest World Rumble, but perfect score. Yeah, we're on for a perfect score. And Nakamura Styles ruined it last time. I'm sure that won't happen here tonight. But we've still got a lot more. We've still got Joe versus Reigns. Still got Strowman and Lashley in tag team action. Versus Owens and Zane. And uh, we... Smackdown Women's Championship as well. It's going to be great. We get a lot of adverts. Hulu and, of course, WWE Network. 
Camp WWE is available now on the WWE Network. Season 2 premiere is tonight. Don't forget, new episodes every Sunday. Bit like the WNR podcast. Oh, great. We as well tonight with uh, Renee Young, Peter Rosenberg, with The Miz and Daniel Bryan. But up SmackDown's SmackDown Women's Championship, and it's Carmella defending her title versus Charlotte. Let's have a look at the promo. The first ever women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Carmella climbing the ladder. There you have it, Carmella. It's Miss Money in the Bank. This Money in the Bank contract makes me the most dangerous woman on SmackDown Live. While Charlotte is out there worried about making history. Oh my God! Charlotte the Queen sits on the throne of SmackDown Live. Still! You're SmackDown Women's Champion. I was making plans for my future. So, Dan, what have you thought of the build-up to this match? Well, we saw Charlotte, much to the disappointment of James, ending Oscar's undefeated streak, and my, and my disappointment, ending Oscar's undefeated streak, and then the next night on Raw, the Iconics come out, 
Oh, no, sorry, the, the Tuesday night on SmackDown, the Iconics come out, do a number on Charlotte, Carmella seizes the opportunity, hits Charlotte Flair with a big kick, gets the victory, and gets the title, Miss Money in the Bank is the champion. I don't know, I'm not that struck on Carmella as an in-ring performer, to be honest with you. Will she have the Iconics by her side to assist her in this, in this match? We, we do not know. It's going to take a lot of convincing if I'm to see Carmella as a legitimate title holder. Well, and she needs a victory over Charlotte in singles competition. Be that way, you know, if she, Carmella wants to be taken seriously. Well, James, a wise man once said, if you want to be the woman, woo, you got to beat the woman or the man's daughter. Yeah, and this is the fact, isn't it? If she, Carmella wants to prove it, she could beat Charlotte. Well, technically she doesn't. Charlotte has to beat Carmella. Carmella... Could unhand tactics, work, walk out of here as still women's champion. And after the Money in the Bank win, Carmella did, you know, fade away from the security a little bit. But now she's back and hopefully defend her women's title here tonight against Charlotte. And Charlotte's out here and we're waiting for Carmella. But prediction-wise, it's me and I have gone four in this. Well, this is, again, a difficult one. Yeah, but again, will, after breaking a streak and doing all that to Oscar... And then having Charlotte lose the title, will they sacrifice it all by Charlotte winning it back? I, I don't know. I can't see it. So that's why I'm going Carmella in this match. You know, you take a valid point, but also there have been no titles changing hands tonight. And there's bound to be one, at least. So on that note, I have gone for... Charlotte Woo Flair. You gone for Charlotte Woo Flair as well. So we're finally gonna get some separation between <laughs> the two of us. We went for exactly the same in the Greatest Royal Rumble. We've gone exactly the same tonight thus far. But this is gonna be the the defining moment between us. Yeah. So why have you gone Charlotte Flair in this match then? As you mentioned before saying Carmella why would they just shoot the woman who ended Oscar's undefeated streak down like this? And Charlotte Flair is entitled, shall I say. You know, she's a... Uh, well, that's how she she seems to be. Yeah. And what, is she going to be a 16-time women champion? Not now, not uh, if she beats Yeah, Carmella, I know, but, I know, but yeah. I mean, over her career, just like her daddy. Yeah. What I'm worried about in this one... Is that disqualification or count out or something like that and Charlotte getting the victory then ways. I think that maybe could happen. But of course the retains option's not there, is it? So I've just gone Carmella. But again, if Oscar can't beat Charlotte, can Carmella? I've backed her in this match. <laughs> it doesn't sound right, but no, I don't care. And Carmella, when was the last good match you've seen her in? Never. Exactly. Alright. Alright, so here we go. It's full of bananas. Is this the only change we've made in the night? I don't know. We'll see what happens in this one. But keys to victory, Dan. What does Charlotte have to do if she wants to win? She just needs to be the Charlotte we've seen throughout all of her pay-per-view title defences and title pursuits as well. She doesn't need to let Carmella get in her head. She needs to get just a decisive victory over Mella. Well, Carmella looks confident out here, even though she just got caught with a big boot. We talk about confidence, yeah, Charlotte's got loads, and Carmella needs to have her own game plan here tonight. And it'd be great if the Iconics could make uh, an impact in this match. <laughs> it'd be I, great I would, for you. I yeah. would appreciate it. 
Uh, it's going to be difficult for Carmel. Charlotte is really, really hot at the moment, and the only victory she's had is the money in the bank, and she already wants the title belt. She already wants the title belt. She wants to go home with it. She says she's a champion. She doesn't need this. Uh-oh. But Charlotte's there to cut her off, blocking her escape route. Oh, come on. Carmella, Car Carmella's champion. And Charlotte chases Carmella, grabs her by her hair and just wraps, rips her down to the way for thin mats. I wonder who's going to have more offence. Is it going to be Carmella on Charlotte or if it's going to be Jackson Bliss at the moment? Doesn't look great for uh, Carmella. Charlotte with a kick to the midsection. Small package, one. Oh, oh but Carmella managing to kick out. Uh -uh. Oh, my God. Very innovative covers there by Charlotte. So now looking for a way out. Getting <laughs> dragged back into the ring. Well, the apron Flair looking for the figure eight. The apron can't save her, but she got out of that one. Only to run into a clothesline. Oh, come on, Carmella. Here comes Charlotte. Oh. oh, leaping over the top, lands on her feet, but walks into Carmella's foot as she gets hit with a super kick. That's it, Carmella. She's got Charlotte. Just get count out victory. Power right in the kisser. And now she's going for cover. Charlotte's out. Two. Charlotte gets a shoulder up at two. Two. Now, look at these vicious strikes by Mella. Right onto Charlotte. Only get another two, though. Two. And now, precision elbows and their, their dreaded sleeper. 287 days Carmella held that briefcase for. Exactly. And you really think she's going to lose a title in, what, 14 days? 21 days? No, look at her whirring away now. She's got Charlotte. Probably not the best idea. Ryder girl. That's it, Carmella. Oh, Flair trying to fight out. I think she's just biding her time. Oh, Carmella, look at how happy she is. We thought this would be difficult, but <laughs> Carmella's actually finding it quite easy at this moment in time. Where are we down with Charlotte? Maybe Charlotte lost a step after beating Oscar. Is this the same fucking spill you was doing in Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy? And Bliss and Nia Jax. Yeah, well. I think the fight was too much. She was in a war at WrestleMania, Charlotte was. She's not the same since then. Well, that was the same month ago that she defeated Oscar's undefeated streak. Exactly, and she wasn't the same afterwards. You know, when you've been in a war with someone, you're going to carry battles, you're going to carry wounds afterwards, aren't you? Oh, I'm sure everyone's seen Char Charlotte's hairy battle wound. <laughs> and Carmella with a kick, Scott Charlotte down. One, two, two. Oh, oh, but Flair managing to kick out and then back to that dreaded sleeper. The Orton-esque, isn't it, with that sleeper with Carmella. She's got Charlotte. Well, let's just hope she goes the same way as Randy Orton and loses. <laughs> no, come on, Carmella. Take your time. Don't take your off the balls. Don't take your off the ball, Carmella. Come on, wear her down. Carmella wooing, and she's really happy with herself that she's got a bit of control, but Flair powering her way up to her feet now, lifting Carmella up on her back. Oh, a seated jawbreaker there from Flair. Very innovative to get out of that move. And now Charlotte's got Carmella, but Carmella dodging it. Beautiful. Oh, Carmella with a backslide and just ripping Charlotte's head down and then punching away again. You can't plan for Carmella. She's just slapping away. Now got to go back for another submission. Knee right in the small of the back. Oh, my word. She's got a foot to the back. She's got Charlotte's arms behind her and she's just bouncing her face off the mat. Oh, yeah, I think she just give up now. Go on, Charlotte. Well, Carmella could do this all night. Flair trying to make her way back to her feet again, using all the strength she's got. Oh, but Carmella just striking the back of Charlotte. Charlotte doesn't look very... Oh, a lovely mule kick out of that, trying to get some separation between the two. Oh, backbreaker and plants her with an Iranagi. 
Oh, come on, in a little bit of trouble now. Uh, Flair's going to try and get back into this match with a couple of her dad's knife-edge chops. They should be illegal there. Smashing up Carmella's well, front. The fourth one dropped her and she's strutting. Oh, uh, no. Go on, Carmella. Uh-oh. Oh. Dropped on her back. Flair nips up to her feet. Oh, and Carmella on the apron. Might be safe there. Oh, Ooh, she gets caught with a running knee lift. Ooh. Oh, and Flair drops the knee to the back of the, Carmella's neck. And now what is Charlotte going to do on the apron? Oh, looking for a big boot. Gets caught in the second rope. Well, Carmella there dodging it and bouncing Charlotte back first off the hard part of the ring. And Carmella checking her chest now. Might have been her seriously injured by Charlotte. But she's got a brief respite there. But you need to keep on, Charlotte. Oh no, Carmella's got a leg of Charlotte. Uh, she's just stretching Charlotte round the ring post. Breaking on four. Oh no, Carmella again with the strikes. And she keeps trash talking Charlotte, saying she's not the champ anymore. This might be a slight on Carmella's part. And she's a fabulous C. And look at that now. Moonwalking, trash talking. It's Carmella. Oh! oh, and Charlotte hits a spear. Broken Carmella in half. And the look on Charlotte's face. I don't even think she... And this could be the end for Carmella now. Figure eight. Oh, Ooh, looking for it. Carmella kicks her off. Charlotte rolls her up. But Carmella reversing it into a submission of her own. And she likes using this submission. She's got it in. But Charlotte now in trouble. Don't. Of course she's not. She's Charlotte Flair. It's like the Hulk Hogan of the women's division. She's got the submission in. And Flair making her way back to her feet. Oh, my God. Look at the power of Charlotte. Tombstone. Oh, she's got her up. Rolls around. Carmella goes One, for pin. Two. two. Oh, oh, but Flair managing to kick out. Oh. And delivers a thunderous big boot. Goes for the cover. One, One two. two. Oh, oh, but Carmella managing to get shoulder up at two. Two. Now, Charlotte, a bit like Dan, getting a little bit frustrated with Carmella. Carmella, still in it. Uh-oh, now this is going to be it. Figure eight. No, but Carmella fighting off again. Flair going to the top. So time. Oh. She kicks off Carmella. Oh, Carmella running in. Flair. Oh, I think she banged her own knee. Carmella kicked it. One, One two, two, three. Fuck off. <laughs> Carmella beat Charlotte. <laughs> what is going on with wrestling? <laughs> wow. Carmella gets the Women's Championship here. And, uh, well, I would say a surprise, but I actually picked Carmella in this one, so kind of knew she was going to win. But not a bad match. Uh, Dan, I would ask you what you think of the match. Well, it's, you know, I, I don't think Carmella's got much talent. You know, she pulled out a victory due to Charlotte's downfall. You know, it's it's a bit, she's a bit meh, I think. You know, there's nothing special about her, you know. I don't think it's going to be a long title reign. It's certainly not Charlotte that's finishing this, vic- uh, finishing taking the title off her. But you know, I think you know Carmella's not going to hold it for long. No, and it's interesting to see it was Charlotte's mistake that eventually cost her this match. You know, going up for the moonsault, landing bad on it, and Carmella capitalising it. What you would say that Carmella's not really sold me as uh, a women's champion yet, but get given the opportunity, see what happens. I tell you, I wouldn't mind. Seeing what Naomi could do, maybe see if that would, would change things. Like, there's a lot of options for women's champion on SmackDown. Uh, but I thought that was a fantastic match. <laughs> no, it, it was a 
crowd was bad, but we'll talk about that at the end of the night. As we move on to match seven. That means, Dan, I get a point. You stay on five, I go to six. So six, five, but there's still plenty to play for here tonight. But if I get the victory tonight, we go level on points. Just that, you'll lead. So I'm still leading that, bro. And if I get a perfect score, I get another bonus point as well. Just to annoy you, but it might not happen. <laughs> but up next, it's no disqualification for the WWE Championship. It's AJ Styles versus Shinsuke fucking Nakamura. Two superstars with similar journeys around the globe, all leading them to this night. Styles will defend the WWE title against Nakamura. This is the dream match. Oh, and Nakamura! And now the champion bringing the fight. Where did Styles summon it? Oh, oh my God! The D2 face is coming, gentlemen. Wait a minute! Styles! Styles Clash! Simply phenomenal! AJ Styles is still your WWE Champion. And there is such a great deal of respect for one another. Okay, a lot of people are calling your attack on AJ Styles reprehensible. Why would you tarnish your dream match? Sorry, no speak English. For the first time ever in WWE, Styles versus Bryan. Oh, wait a minute. Shinsuke Nakamura. Kinshasa on the WWE Champion. What now? Not finished yet. And once again, Shinsuke, another attack on AJ Styles. What's going on? No speak English. Shinsuke's not just an artist, he's a con artist. But I'm not here for a conversation, I'm here for a fight. And AJ Styles not gonna wait any longer! AJ's been wanting to get his hands on Nakamura. Oh! What has gotten into Shinsuke Nakamura? The 55 years of tradition behind the WWE Championship at stake. Nakamura has a vendetta against AJ Styles, and the champion is in danger. Right, so this is kind of a rerun from the uh, Greatest Royal Rumble, but let's talk about the promo. So this goes all the way back to January when Nakamura won the Royal Rumble and afterwards he said that he will be challenging AJ Styles in what would some would say, the majority would, a dream match at WrestleMania. Now these two men, the build-up for the WrestleMania match wasn't the greatest, but you still had potential of the dream match. It didn't really work out as much, did it, at WrestleMania down there match. It wasn't a classic... It was okay. Uh, and then I think the more important thing after AJ retained, which was a bit of a shock, 
was the fact that Nakamura hit the low blow and turned to the dark side. Now, in weeks since then, he's been saying that he don't speak English that much, and the multiple low blows on AJ Styles now has become, well, quite incredible when you think about it. He must have hit him every week on SmackDown since then. Go back to the Great Royal Rumble, uh, and as I said when we watched the match, it would eventually just turn into a video clip, and that's what we're seeing here. Nakamura thought he had it one with a low blow and then a double count out. But the question is tonight, will this feud be ended between AJ and Nakamura with no disqualification on the line? Is it a case of AJ Styles finally getting some retribution over Nakamura? Or is it Nakamura's time? And that's what we're going to find out right now. Uh, right, so before the entrances, and of course Nakamura's got a new entrance. Dan, predictions? Who have you gone for in this match? Well, I've gone for... Because this title was retained the last match, so I thought there's going to be a title change, obviously. So I've gone for Shinzuki fucking Nakamura. He no speak English. He no speak English. No, no, sorry, really, probably English. He no speak English. Right, so Dan, you've put everyone on your predictions. I have also gone for someone, and my thoughts have been changing. I thought this was going to be a Nakamura title win. I thought, yeah, they're leading up to this. But after the amount of low blows and after the amount of personal attacks, I think AJ, storyline-wise, needs a victory to finish the feud here and move on. And that's why, Dan, I have completely ignored my own advice and gone for a new WWE champion in Shinzuki fucking Nakamura here tonight. Uh, Hopefully Nakamura walks out as WWE champion. He needs it, I feel, here. And we're going to get the entrances now of both men. So what do you think of Nakamura's new entrance, Dan? I don't know how to feel about this. No, I'm not sure how I feel about this. The man page, how do we make Nakamura heal? Put lyrics on it, goddamn. Well, I think it's in an attempt to stop people singing along to it because the response Nakamura gets when he's in the arena and his theme hits... It is immense. Yeah. And it, it's nothing unless you see it live, though, to be no, fair. No, you, you have to see it live to truly appreciate it. But AJ Styles, though, has um, still getting such a great response, even though we go against Nakamura. You'd feel other guys, maybe, like you said, will get a negative reaction. But this kind of works. And I like Nakamura's new side. I'm not a huge fan of the entrance music. Uh, the, yeah, the entrance theme now. But hopefully they'll change it back if they ever turn him face, if you know what I mean. That'd be quite cool. So what type of match is this going to be? Is this going to be a kind of technical fair like we saw in the first one? Or like kind of proving who's better in the second one? Or is this just going to be an all-out brawl? What type of match do you want to see in this? I want to see an all-out brawl. No disqualification match, which means anything goes. Yeah. And I want to see everything go. Yeah, I want to see them putting it out there, getting a bit of time and showing what they can do. You know, this, <laughs> this should be good. No speak English, sign. Nakamura, get right into AJ's face. <laughs> oh, trying to wind him up with that cockiness. I think he will make a good heel. He is making a good heel yeah. so far. He's got a smirk on his face. No, James hasn't got a cigarette in his gob. He's just got a grin. Dolls, your goat. Nice sign in the crowd. Referee's got a hold on apart whilst we get the ring instructions. So keys to victory. Dan, what does Nakamura have to do if he wants to walk out here as WWE champion? Low blow, low blow. Exploder, King Shasha. Another cool thing, Bullet Club coming out. And costing AJ Styles. Oh. And saying to him, like, well, you're the one that 
put us in position for the Kinshasa's and you didn't really help us and what about now? Well, I don't know. I think it should be fun. And look at Nakamura. Slides out straight away, avoiding AJ Styles. Right into the mind games. And AJ, he's not going to play any. He's chasing Nakamura and Nakamura's in the ring. Going to turn him to Kama. He wants AJ in. Went for the knee. AJ blocked it. Pulls Nakamura out of the ring. Now Styles into the barricade. That Styles sends Nakamura into the barricade twice. And that common arm might be hurt. And the other side as well. Just beating him down at this moment. Nakamura in a little bit of trouble. Here comes AJ again. Throws him over the announce table. I think the announcer's scarpered there <laughs> in the anticipation of it. Look at a serious look on AJ Styles' face. He likes to have fun. But this is a real blood feud between Nakamura and himself. <coughs> but do you think AJ Styles has lost a step now? <laughs> well, he is getting on a bit. Yeah, he is. He has been around for a while. AJ's got Nakamura, sends him into the turnbuckle. And the old straight right hand. Snap there, take down a kick to the back. And maybe AJ, he can use the low blow in this match. Uh, a bit of retribution for him. AJ's got Nakamura up. Snap suplex there, lovely. Going for the cover, Nakamura kicks out one. One. Now AJ Irish whipped to Nakamura in a corner. Going to go run, follow it in. Runs into a boot from Nakamura though. Now back elbow by Nakamura. He comes out the corner. Oh, catch him with a backbreaker. And that was impressive by AJ showing his power. And he gives Very it a scream. Now AJ slowly picking up Nakamura. But Nakamura there, like a strike to the neck. And now raking the eyes in the sleeper. And of course, it's all legal. And look at Nakamura loving it. And now Nakamura with a st- going to run the ropes. AJ Leapfrog dodges down. Oh, Stars looking for the drop kick, but Nakamura holding on to the ring ropes. Oh, there's Nakamura running again. AJ was ready this time with a drop kick. He sends Nakamura down. And now the outside. Well, he gets no escape out there because it just means there's more things for AJ Styles to hit him with or throw him against. And the barricade comes into play. Throws Nakamura. Rib first over barricade. Oh! Like a stinger splash on Nakamura over the barricade. And now Styles throws it back at the barricade. You're going to try another Styles splash? <laughs> See what he did there. Here he comes. Oh, Nakamura ducks out the way, though, and Styles hits his underarm and chest for Barry. Now it's Nakamura's chance to get some offense in this. Forearm to AJ, sends him into barricade. And Nakamura sends AJ into the stairs. Oh, and AJ Styles knees first into it, goes straight over the top. Well, referee checking on him, but it's not a lot you can do in this no DQ match. And Nakamura's looking to take Styles apart piece by piece, ending with his title. Nakamura sets AJ on the apron. Oh, pow, running in with a knee. And even looking at Nakamura's face, like, what should I do now? I'm going to knee him. And he's still across the apron. Oh, well, Nakamura uses the steel steps to get some uh, height. Stay height. And drops the knee onto the back of Styles' head this time. Throws him back in the ring. Nakamura going for the cover. To, oh, but Styles managing to kick out. Oh. And again, you go for the cover, but Styles with the shoulder up. Another split chance in the crowd, Nakamura and AJ. But Nakamura's in control of this one at the moment. Sends Styles back in the corner. It's all been Nakamura for the past few minutes since Styles kind of made a mistake too many times. No, he's just dissected him with the kicks, the punches. The strong style of Nakamura. Nakamura is one of the most dangerous men 
in WWE. And then when you put the fact that he wants a WWE title, you put the fact that he's turned to the dark side to get it, he's going to be more dangerous than ever, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but he's got AJ Styles in the corner for some good vibrations, or not even vibrating, he's just choking out Styles. And there's nothing the ref can do about this. Now AJ Styles drops down. Now he's going to vibrate it up. No, he's not. Yeah, he does. Finally. <laughs> just grinding his face down, and Nakamura happy with his work. Nakamura picks Styles up, snap mares him down. And just drops the knee on the forehead of Styles, goes for the cover. But only getting a two. Two. Goes for a second time, but only gets a one. One. Well, AJ now must be holding the title, must have held the WWE title nearly six months. I think he won it a week before, a couple of weeks before Survivor Series. Yeah. It's Jinder Mahal, and he's defended it since then. Well, Styles trying to get back a bit of offence for himself, but Nakamura just gives him a couple of kicks, and down goes Styles. Can Styles get back into this match? At the moment, he seems a bit groggy, and Nakamura just keeps beating him down. Irish whip, and then a back body drop. That was a high back body drop, at least 20, 30 feet in the air. No, he must have been about 40 feet in the air, and Nakamura... Once seem once referee to count the pin like that, foot on the chest. Styles getting his shoulder up though before the referee has a chance to count it. And now these are the most dangerous knees in the business. Apart from going for work at the midsection, just beating up AJ. Now he's gotten front faced, and he's just wrenching on the neck of AJ Styles. Nothing AJ can do at the moment. Now Styles doing his best to try and fight out. <clears throat> Looking for a suplex of his own, but Nakamura lands on his feet, hits a drop kick, sends Styles tumbling to the outside. Well, Nakamura's been one step ahead of AJ Styles, and even just as, oh God, he fell out of the ring, all right, let me go and get him. Styles just can't get going in this one. And again, throwing him into the barricade. That's payback for earlier for AJ. Yeah, they're not really making much of this uh, anything goes kind of stipulation to the match. I thought there'd have been a couple of chairs. It's still a bit slow, isn't it? Oh, and Nakamura throws AJ over the announce, well, over the ring bell station. But Styles lands on his feet. Oh, looking to perhaps deliver a phenomenal forearm off the top of it. But Nakamura, again, quick to the beat. He takes, Nak- uh, takes Styles' feet out from underneath him, throws him back in the ring. And he's going to go pick him up, maybe explode, or just going back for that submission. So after beating him up, he goes to take him down, back out, back in the ring. And I say, yeah, but just a bit too slow for me. But if they give it time, nice kick by Nakamura as you see the replay. But the way it's going at the moment, you see a AJ Styles victory at this point in time. Yeah, Styles come back. But Nakamura's got a dragon sleeper locked in. Can Styles fight out of this? Well, if anybody can, it would be the phenomenal. Nakamura's been on top of AJ all this match. AJ gets out of it, but then gets turned around. Looking for the exploder, but Styles lands on his feet. Clubs Nakamura, sends him back to the corner. <laughs> Club. Nakamura sends AJ on the apron. Hits him with a forearm. Is he going to go for a phenomenal one? Here he comes. No, gets caught again by Nakamura, who hangs up AJ in the corner. Delivers oh. a thunderous knee to the midsection. Is this Throws g- Styles across the ring. And what's up next, James? Is this going to be it? Is Nakamura... Gonna go for the oh no, I thought he was, but he's on a second rope now. Second rope Oh Catches him. One, two Oh, oh. Stars with a shoulder up at two. Two. A huge kick there, but not what I thought. Nakamura again picking Styles up. 
Was that a fork and arrow? Well, I don't know what it was. I bet it fork and arrow. He slams him down, but Styles kicking out. Oh. Now Nakamura might be getting hated that he can't keep AJ down. Maybe he just wants to hurt him a bit more. Stomps AJ Styles. I don't know how to explain that, really. I mean, Styles is draped on the bottom rope. Nakamura's just stomping away at his chest and chin. And what's Nakamura you got You can't plan? call Nakamura a black heart. No, you can't. He's yellow. <laughs> yellow. And Nakamura oh, now... he got Chomper. Yeah. And Nakamura now, what's he looking <laughs> for? What is Nakamura looking for on the outside? He's come out. Now it's table, no. Just a chair. Looking for a steel chair. He's practicing on the barricade. We're finally going to get a bit hardcore, are we? He's taking his time. Well, James Nakamura certainly is smirking. Dan, he's not smirking. He's just got a steel chair in his hands as he looks to end AJ Styles' WWE Championship reign. Oh. Batter up for Nakamura. Oh, no. He gets caught by Styles for Nakamura with a backslide. Combination exchange between the two. Well, I don't know who's coming out on top here. Oh, oh there we both go. Both men ducking each other's best shots. Styles is waiting for Nakamura to get back up for a chair shot. Yeah, and the chair is there. Now Nakamura's got it set up. Exploder on Styles. Oh! oh, exploder onto the steel chair. Can this be it for one? AJ. Two. Oh. Styles managing to kick out. Oh. And Shinsuke is absolutely beside himself. And he's chewing the scenery at this point in time, but... Oh, my God, full impact there. And now Nakamura may be looking for the end. The bitter end. <laughs> what are you going to hit, Nakamura? Come on, what are you going to hit? It's time for a new WWE champion. Here he comes, King Chasha! Oh! No, Styles managed to get the chair up in time, and I think he's just broken Nakamura's knee. But when the chair banged, it might have hit Styles on the head. Oh, calf crash when it's over, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, legs in serious trouble now. And Styles got to get his... Oh, look at that. He has been busted open by that chair. Hit right on the side of the head. Oh, oh. my God. It was a risk there. Nakamura went up for Kinshasa. The oh, chair. Oh, fucking hell. Yep. <laughs> well, he threw the chair at Nakamura. The chair came back and hit Styles in the face. I don't think he was expecting that. No, Styles has got Nakamura up for calf crusher. No. Nakamura hits him with like a step-up kick. And now seeing if that leg's still right. And Styles, though. Rolling through. Calf crusher locked in. Bad leg. Nakamura's got nowhere to go. And he's saying, no, he's not hit a low blow yet, though, Nakamura. Come on, Nakamura. Don't tap, Nakamura. It's going to be the end of your main event <laughs> scene, mate. Oh, he's wrenching, wrenching, wrenching. Still not tapped out. Don't do it. We'll grab her a free throw in it, say. And AJ again trying to push back that leg. Oh, no, Nakamura rolls up. One, two. No, he's going to... with the roll up. The armbar. Nakamura's got a triangle in. And now AJ's fading, and then that face is exposed, and oh, Styles! Reverses it, looking for the Styles clash, but Nakamura holds on to the second rope. Well, that's what beat him at WrestleMania, and now Nakamura crumples on the outside. And Styles is going to inflict some damage. Here he comes. Oh, no, Styles, they swing back in. Oh! It's an elbow shot to the back of the head. Picks him up now. Oh! Backbreaker. This ain't going to be it. One, two. two. Oh! Nakamura managing to kick out. Oh. Well, look at the forearm velocity of AJ Styles right at the back of Nakamura. That's for the chair, mate. Dink! (laughs) (laughs) As far as fuck-ups go, that was one. 
Oh, poor AJ. Well, he might be phenomenal, but the chairs don't like him. Not as bad as Cutters we first feared. Now he's going to look to put Nakamura away. Nakamura out. Getting hit with a Pele kick, though. And now here comes Styles. Styles clash. No, no. Nakamura! Oh! Low blow! Hits him low. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> Styles hits him back and both men down. Oh! Well, balls have been busted in this WWE title match. But which way will it go? Which way will it go? Which way will it go? The fans on side with this. Referee's counting now. Well, blood, sweat and tears. Nakamura now. He's seen hitting his back, trying to get his testicles back in position. Well, there's a match, no disqualification match. No point referee counting. And AJ now raking the eye on Nakamura. Both men jockeying for position. Oh, but AJ's up first. You're not going to bother with Styles Clash this time. <laughs> I'm not going to put you there again, mate. Forearm. Nakamura responds in kind. Uh, both men just trading blows. Well, both of these men have got testicular fortitude. They really have. <laughs> and each man now trading blows. And AJ's getting the better of Nakamura. Hammer him down. Hammer him down. Oh, but Nakamura responds with a headbutt. Oh! <laughs> and James, you like to see men each other, but a jewel kicking the nuts. Is that the uh, icing on top? Yeah. It's good. Both men are down. This is serious. Please, not a double count out. Just no disqualification match. You can't do this, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but the referee's still counting. And the fans are absolutely furious with this. But it's a no disqualification match. So there are no rules. Well, both men failed to answer the count of 10. 10. So like the greatest Royal Rumble match, it ends in a draw, so we both award ourselves a point again then, I suppose. I don't think both men would have answered the count of 20. Both are still down. They are. Grabbing their nuts. This means that the feud will continue, though, between Nakamura and AJ Styles. They shouldn't have really done that in a no disqualification match, though. Do you know what I mean? That is a bit... That is really, really cheeky. Take a. They left you wanting more. So it ends in a double knacker knocker, then, I suppose. Nakamura is knocked out. The Styles is still champion, even though he'll be singing Soprano for the next couple of weeks. Nakamura still down. Nakamura, no speaking English. No speaking English. My God. They don't want that. They don't want that. I'll take a Well, AJ getting escorted out. Nakamura getting escorted out. So that means, yeah, it's another point each for us, and it's 7-6 with two matches. As we see, WWE Superstars doing some singing. Oh, so they all sing along to the pay-per-views. That's great. Miming along. Mojo! Fuck you. We've seen Bobby Roode anyway. Anyway, back to serious business. Only two matches left. And if that raw means anything, then it means it's Braun Strowman coming out here. And he's teaming with Bobby Lashley to go up against... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Yep, so here we go. So two matches left. Have we gone different in these two, Dan, do you reckon? So it is your turn, Dan, as Strowman comes out to team up with Lashley to go against Owens and Zayn. I have gone for in this one. Well, when you've got two dominant superstars in Strowman and Lashley, and we've seen how dominant they've been in recent weeks, I think there's only one team to go for here, and that is... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I've gone for them. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, 
Maybe I'll explain my reasonings in a minute. Dan, who you gone for? Well, James. <laughs> oh, look, Strowman's Royal Rumble trophies out here. Uh, took three men to bring it out. Well, James, I've gone for Bobby Strowman and Braun Lashley. Yeah, uh, it seems quite obvious, but what I was hoping is maybe like Les, Les, Lashley and Strowman have a little bit of altercation, Strowman leaves him laying, and then Owens can get that kind of cheap I win. I didn't even think of that, yeah. I want to get these hands. No, but then again, it'd probably just be a squash match anyway. So this is your way back in, Dan. So there you go. I, I knew I'd made maybe one mistake. My perfect score score is uh, up for grabs in this one here. And I'm not that confident. And a bit of redemption for me as well. Yeah, I mean, look at Lashley. Look at um, look at Lashley. Look at Strowman. But they faced them in uh, Montreal, didn't they? How did they fare in Montreal, Dan? Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens got squashed in their home ground. Yeah, so not great. So we, we, there might be hope here tonight. Oh, a bit of payback and a bit of retribution for KO and Sami Zayn. What about Owens and Zayn? Can't they let the Office of Pain take their place? Is that is that an option? I'll take that option. There's not a team out there that can beat Strowman and Lesnar. But maybe Zayn and Owens can do it. Come on, boys. Well, you know, these two guys, they are actually dastardly people. (laughs) Well, I think there's a bigger chance of Owens or Zayn leaving each other to fend for themselves than if it's Strowman and Lashley in this match just because of how fucking bunch of arseholes they are. And Strowman looking on. Zayn saying, yeah, we're going to get you. Oh, we're going to go for the international row of announcers in a minute. Yay. So both men coming out to Sami Zayn's theme. That's a bit different. They normally start one, get one to the entranceway, and then both come out. And the video seems to be together now, so maybe they're going yeah. forward. Yeah, and the other thing, Zayn and Owens would make sense going against Bray and Matt, the next contenders, unless they're going to do the kind of Lashley-Stromer thing they were going to do before WrestleMania, if you know what I mean. I don't know, but we see Russian ones. You are foiled to city or We've seen one. Portuguese. Aliba. He doesn't look Russian. Aldo one. He doesn't, does he? And we see Funaki <laughs> Smackdown number one announcer, the man who retweeted us. He did. And we're with Shun Yamaguchi, Ray hey. Rougeau, and Jean Brassard, Mandarin. Hey! Well, how we can forget Ming Ao and Sean Ding? They're our favourites. Indeed, yes. Nakamura, number one contender. Announcer. Oh, God. So here we go. It's Oz and Zane's. Demolition at the hands of Lashley and Strowman. Well, Bobby Lashley is going to start to give Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn a chance, but they're going to quickly try and tag out. Zayn's going to tag Owen. Owen's going to tag Zayn. Well, that's what they need to do if they're going to win. Quick tags. Use your intelligence, Sammy. They're the co-main event of this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what you call a filler match. Well, he'll be all right. He's got power against Lashley. There we go. He turns him around there. We know how strong Bobby Lash, uh, how strong Sami Zayn is. There you go, slaps the abs of Lashley. Well, Sami has got one hell of a kick. He has, he has, and he will use it here tonight to beat Bobby Lashley or Braun Strowman. There you go, Zayn, stay in the votes, mate. Look at Sami Zayn smirking. No, James, he's just got a grin on his face because he believes he can beat Bobby Lashley. I believe he can beat Bobby Lashley. Go on, that's it. He can out wrestle Bobby Lashley, but can he outpower him? We'll find out. Sami Zayn is a very strong wrestler. All right, so let's not discredit him against Bobby Lashley. Oh, oh as he gets run through by the man mountain Lashley. Hey, and Zayn avoids the suplex. Tag in the. There's only one man in there that's been a former Universal Champion, and that's the man getting the tag in right now. Okay, about the same weight as Lashley. Just less defined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, God. Owens gets taken down. Oh, Lashley crushes the midsection of Owens, but Owens just taking his time now. There we go. Oh, the uncharging Lashley gets, well, runs into the foot of Owens. Oh, dear. A nice swinging net breaker, though, from Lashley. And now Lashley going to go for the suplex. And Owens blocks it. Brilliant. Tags in Zane. Come on, Every Sammy. time Lashley goes for the suplex, you know how to get out of that. Just tag him out in. Oh, Lashley suplexes Zane. Close lines him. Close lines Zane. Zane could be in a little bit of trouble now. Lashley with a splashly in the cornerly. Come on, Zane. Fight out of this. Yeah, that's it. Block the elbows. You're fine. That's it. Block him with your face. Yeah, he's right. Oh, don't go in that part of town. Oh, he's looking for a tag. You don't want to put his hand out to Strowman because you don't want to get them hands. And now Lashley, Irish ripping Zane. Well, that was good. Zane Not gets out place. there. Lashley's just going to take his time. He's not tagged in Strowman yet, though, is he? That's all good. Now look at Zane on the outside to Lashley. Maybe that gets Strowman frustrated, though. Ooh. Nearly hit the cable guy. Not Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah. The announce <laughs> table's there as well. And Zane going to do the clever thing. And climb over the announce table. Yep. Sit in Corey Graves' lap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just try and get away. Tagging Corey Graves. He's a good tag team wrestler. And look at Lashley there. Leaping ability. Jumps up onto the apron. Kevin Over distracts him long enough for Zane to hang him up over the top rope. And now Zane tags in Owens, and now they're going to beat down Lashley. Oh, a sent on to the outside on the outside to Bobby Lashley. Now Owens boots to Bobby. Zane in now with a huge right hand. Oh, and he's punched the uh, headband off of Bobby Lashley. See, look at this dominant tag team here. Strowman and Lashley got no chance in this match. Oh, shit. I didn't realise Lashley's bald underneath that sweatband. Oh, my God. And Zane now's got the sleeper on. Lashley won't be able to fight out of this. Lashley's trying to fight out with some shots to the midsection of Zane. Tagging the monster. Right, come on, Zane. Stop him. Stop oh, Strowman, him. your arms is longer than that. Oh, Strowman can't get there. Oh. Oh, oh shit. Get these hands. And now the fans want Strowman to get the tag. Zane tags in Owens. Can't okay, Stop him. That's it. Oh, look to take, try and take out Strowman, but fought better against that. Oh. Looking for a running sent on again, but Bobby Lashley got the knees up. And now Strowman wants a tag. Oh, fucking hell. Knees up, Mother Brown. Oh, and now the monster among men's in. Runs through Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is a big man. Strowman thrown around like a small child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, Strowman splash in the corner. Sami Zayn looks to come in. Yeah, thinks stay twice. There. Yeah, stay there, Zayn. You're right. Oh, God. <laughs> Here comes Strowman chasing down Zayn. Oh, <laughs> Owen's on his way. Shove Sami Zayn into barricade. Oh, my God. Get these hands. Go for Kevin Owens again. Oh. Turns him inside out with a clothesline. Oh, my God. Kevin Owens is legal, isn't he? And Owens is thrown in. And Strowman's going to try and finish him off. Finish him. Oh, looking for the shoulder bars. Strowman's done that a few times and missed pretty much 90% of them. <laughs> but now the real giant in this match, Sami Zayn's in. Halluva kick, it's going to be over. Then he nearly beat Strowman with a hell of a kick. Or exactly. He and he's going to beat him now. Oh, God. No, he gets caught. Strowman puts him on his shoulder. Sami Zayn with a backslide, though. Oh, and now Strowman. Now, Zane, that's probably a great idea. Get out of there. Sammy Zane looking to get out of Dodge. I fucking said he might leave him there. There's problems between Owens and Zane. 
Oh, they're both going to go about it. Oh, no, he's Sammy Zayn's just thrown Kevin Owens to the Wolves. Strowman with a clubbing blow across the chest. And now Owens in trouble. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, it's Zayn. Sammy Zayn ushering Owens out. <laughs> and Owens is like, no, you can have some now. Throws Sammy Zayn into the ring. Now these two men tussling. Oh, Zayn slaps Owens. There's a tag match going on here. There's a singles match going on within this tag match. Owens is pissed off now. And Zayn running away. And Lashley there. Zayn's got nowhere to go. Wow. Lashley gets a tag in. Oh, Strowman splash. Throws him to Lashley. Spine buster from him. This might not be it. (laughs) There's still hope. Still hope. Lashley now picking up Owens. Oh my god, look at the power. Takes down Lashley. Go, takes down Lashley. Go for one, two, three. So, Dan, you do get the point on that one. It goes 7 7 as you head into the main event. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> I thought it was quite an entertaining match. You know, the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn seeing strains in their relationship again. Obviously, not wanting to be in the ring with Strowman and Lashley. And, yeah, you know, it's. Uh, it was. It was a good filler match. Yeah. I'm disappointed with that. I thought it might be more, but it was the story more about Zayn and Owens than it was Strowman and Lashley. And these two big, happy what they did. And maybe Lashley's got a tag team partner who can be pleased of now. Zayn hasn't. Now Sami Zayn's caught between a Strowman and a Lashley. Now Kevin Owens is caught between a Strowman and a Lashley. Hasn't Owens been beaten up enough? Sami Zayn's grabbing his leg as well. I think he's assisting him. Well, not quite enough. Oh, running power slam for Kevin Owens. So then Zayn gets caught as well by Strowman and Lashley as we move on now to our main event. And let's have a look at the main event promo. When I got to the Superdome, everything felt off. The way people looked at me, the whispers behind my back. But the thing that eats me up the most is the fact that Vince McMahon himself couldn't even look me in the eye and smarten me up. So I don't know what's going on, but I do know this. Brock Lesnar is one hell of a businessman. Because on Wednesday, word got out he was going back to the UFC. And then today, WWE released that he signed a new contract. And apparently I have another match with him in a steel cage that I had no clue about until I found out on the internet. So I don't know what the plan is here. I don't know what they're scheming up. I don't know what the story is behind this. But I do know this. If they continue to put me in matches with Brock Lesnar, the story will end with me becoming the Universal Champion. Let's break out the tinfoil hats because Roman thinks there's a conspiracy. Well, allow me to bring you back to reality because you see, Brock Lesnar didn't just beat you, no. He exposed you. For over a year, you've been coming out here week after week saying that you were the only one who could beat Brock Lesnar. And the reality is, no matter how many whispers you heard, no matter how many eyes couldn't meet you, you failed. And that makes you a failure. But I bear good tidings and good news that the vicious cycle will end. Because after Brock Lesnar is done ragdolling you across that page, I'll be waiting at Backlash to put you to sleep. In five years, 
I've been a tag team champion. I've been a US champion. I've won the Royal Rumble. I'm a three-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion. It's funny to me, Joe. You just come out here and you talk about what you almost did. You haven't done anything around here. I'm going to make this very simple. You have not walked the same path that I have. I kicked my way in here. I beat up everybody I could to get here. I used my fists to be my justification for being here. And that is where we will always be different. I am Samoa Joe. They called me the Samoan Submission Machine. And if you haven't heard, I am pro-wrestling. So it's my promo. So I mean, the story for this, like I said, dates back before Joe got injured, didn't he? With Roman Reigns, and it's been more about Roman Reigns being a big loser to Brock Lesnar. And Joe keeps ramming at home, even though he's chum bones and everything like this. He's ultra confident, and Joe's out here wanting Reigns to come into the ring, and he says Reigns is a loser, and he just can't beat Samoa Joe here tonight. And I mean, that's the question we're going to ask ourselves, Dan. Who have you gone for in this match? I have gone for. Roman, the big dog, it's his yard, can't beat Brock, Reigns. Yeah, I've got Roman Reigns as well, so that means no matter what happens, uh, we both get a pay for point. Really a shame. If I'd have gone Lashley and Braun, I would have got a perfect score, but hey-ho, you live by your mistakes. We're going to see Reigns versus Joe now. What does Reigns have to do if he wants to win this one, Dan? He needs to keep his head in the game, not let the losses to Brock Lesnar, or the controversial loss to Brock Lesnar, get him down. But again, he's going against the Samoan submission machine, so he needs to keep eyes in the back of his head because that's where the Kakina clutch comes from. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be really dangerous for Reigns. I mean, just think about the brutal beating he took at WrestleMania. And then, just last Friday, against Brock Lesnar in that steel cage match, he can't be 100% coming into this, whereas Samoa Joe is back from injury. Yeah, you could say he might be a little ring rust, but what we've seen on SmackDown and what we saw in the ladder match at the Great Four Rumble it didn't look like he was, he was that bad, did he, really? So this should be interesting. And now they're pushing each other to start. Joe, cheap shot to Reigns. And this should be vicious. And the bell hasn't even sounded yet. And now on the knees. And he throws Roman Reigns to the outside. And Joe just wants to hurt Roman Reigns in this one. But Reigns responds. Huge right hand fighting back now. And Joe trying to block it. Goes to the midsection. Joe and Roman, they've certainly both got out of blocks early on in this match. Well, referee said the match hasn't started yet. Now Joe circling Reigns in the announce table. Oh, Joe plants Reigns with an Iranagi through the announce table. Oh, my God. Exploded it. And the fans love it, even though the match hasn't officially started yet. Will Reigns be able to make it to the start of this match, let alone to the end? Well, Joe, if he wants to throw Reigns in now, not give him any chance. No, 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 he's not. Throws him over another announce table. Well, aims at Corey Graves. Misses, unfortunately. <laughs> And now he's got Roman again. Well, we thought he took a beat in this match with Lesnar. At the moment, not great. And he's got his vest. And now he's going to throw him again. Third announce table there. So we put him through one. Throw him over two. And Joe say, what? What did I do wrong? I didn't do anything. Going to go back and take a break as Rain struggles to get to his feet. And Joe's still not finished yet. He's going back to Roman. Come on, Roman. He's trying to get him back in the ring. There we go. Nice guy, Joe. Isn't that nice by Samoa Joe, letting Reigns come in. And Reigns' toughness now 
Referee's not even started. He could call no contest here. But that's not the way round. Even though he's beaten and battered and bruised, he's still going to want to try and get into this match. Mm. Joe's going to kill you, Chant. One thing we said about Joe at the Greatsville Rumble, the fact is he's not looking for titles. He's looking to hurt people. And he's just put a beating on Roman Reigns. And win or lose in this match, Joe's going to be sure to put hurting on Roman. But Joe believes Reigns can't be beaten. Can't. Joe believes Reigns can't win at this point to get to his feet. He wants the match to start. And that shows toughness. When you hear about how close it is to be brave and stupid. And Reigns can't even get out of the corner. Joe started with the right hands. Just his jabs. And I've never seen a main event start like this before. Reigns can't get out of it. Nah. Reigns is out of it. <laughs> Just for those shorthand jabs. No one does it better, I think, in the business than Joe with those jabs. Snapmare takedown and just a slaps across the back and a kick to the chest. We'll see how much padding the vest offers. Oh, running knee to the chest as well. Going for the cover, but Reigns kicks out. Uh. But he's in definite trouble with that left shoulder and Joe... Knowing that, he's just going to focus on it. Puts him down. I mean, Reigns has been caught cold now these past couple of matches he's had. I mean, with Lesnar match, he was hit with left five in the first couple of minutes. Yeah. And this one, put through an ounce table. And look at Joe smirking. No, James, he hasn't got a cigarette in his gob. He's just got a smile on his face because he knows he's got the better of Roman Reigns thus far. Well, how dangerous is Samoa Joe, Dan, for no one that doesn't, anybody that doesn't know? <sighs> He is very dangerous. He dominated NXT when he was down there. He hasn't so much dominated the main roster since he's come up, but he has been out for a little while with injury. He's injured Seth Rollins. He's he's certainly made an impact on his time in the on the main roster. Yeah, he's been really unlucky to miss the past two WrestleManias due to injury. But his promo after WrestleMania to Roman Reigns, I was really really impressed with, and even. His promo uh, early on in the card when he says, you know, he's going to turn a big dog into a slivering puppy. You you believe, Joe, because, you know, we talk about people's weight issue, you know, way Big Cass looks or the way Kevin Owens looks. But with Joe, you buy it with him, didn't you? Just because you know how tough he actually is. And we want to see Killer Joe in WWE. He feuded with Lesnar, but it just took one F5 to put him down, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's what they've got to try and do with Joe. And, you know, people say, well, hang on a minute, why don't Reigns and Joe get along? Because, obviously, Samoa Joe and Reigns is Samoan. Well, Joe, he always held this, you know, he always held the Samoan heritage. Joe never got accepted by the Samoans, really, as part of the clan. So he always holds it against him, never getting true acceptance. Is know? he because he didn't get a tattoo sleeve on his arm? It's part and parcel of that. Part and parcel of not being involved in the correct wrestling family. You know, we're like the Usos and the Rockies. Because Reigns... Is, is connected to The Rock, but not really in that way, you know, whereas Joe got none of that recognition. So he's working his way up. We know success in independence and outside. And he wants to show that he is a true Samoan here and he's going to try and rip Roman Reigns' head off. And the crowd do not care about Reigns, do they, bless him? Nah, not at all. Doesn't matter how many main events you put him in, doesn't matter how many times you beat him down, the fans are still going to be annoyed with the comeback. And it makes you wonder why it works so well with Rollins and not well with Reigns, considering the same group did the same thing. But isn't it for Rollins? It is, yeah. You know, he joins uh, the corporation or whatever it was, the authority. And, you know, he got the dislike and then he redeemed himself. And then just the build-up towards him going back to the Shield with Ambrose, as we talked about in the past. And, yeah, you know, he was getting cheered when he was part of the Shield. But, you know, I think it's just... Because he gets pushed so much and he's in every single main event. Mm. 
But do you think if he was a heel, he could come back as a face, or would he have to stay as a heel for a while? Do you know what I mean? Do you think the fans would eventually cheer Reigns if he went bad for a year or so and then came back? Or do you think by that point... It'd be a bit longer. I'd like it to be a bit longer than a year or so, yeah. you know, to have a proper heel run and... You know, maybe even align himself with the likes of Stephanie and Triple H. Yeah, now that would be cool because he would be, like you say, the, the face of WWE Len. And every time, well, Reigns finally getting a little bit of offense. Joe stops him, though, and a big kick in the corner sends him down. And Joe's and, now... You know, and again, you know, that's the thing with Randy Orton as well. That's why he gets a better reception than John Cena. They've both been around for the same amount of time. But where Randy Orton, he's, he's been a face, he's been a heel, he's been a heel, he's been a face, he's been a face, a heel, a heel, a face, and now he's just like a... He's just a Randy Orton now. Mm. And, and the problem is with someone like Dean Ambrose is the fact that, yeah, for injuries and whatnot, but he hasn't been a heel yet. Uh, but it's just his positioning. Position if Ambrose was pushed as much as Reigns had been, then fans might have a negative reaction towards him as well then. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but rumour has it... Rumour has it... ...that Dean Ambrose was going to turn heel and turn his back on his shield brethren until he unfortunately got injured and it's kept him out for a long while. But hopefully we see him come back. He gets the shield alliance going again and, you know, maybe we'll see what Ambrose can do as a hill. Would you want to pick up the shield thing when Ambrose came back and carry on with that storyline now? Do you know what I mean? Okay. Stick the three together. They can face off someone. They can face someone at SummerSlam. Because obviously, I I don't think Reigns... It all depends, doesn't it? I mean, Money and Bank's going to be a very interesting pay-per-view. If the Universal title's on the line, like we say, Brock Lesnar at this point ha- isn't booked for that event, so he's going to break CM Punk's record. But who's the man to do it? Is it Roman Reigns to finally get the job done? Or should they just say, no, we'll stop it, and let's have Strowman um, go forward with it? You know, it's interesting. I think they've got different plans for Strowman at the moment. But again, I think they're just trying to keep Strowman busy for a little while. I don't know why. You know, I don't know what they're trying to build towards. But you've got a few other legitimate threats that could go toe-to-toe with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. You really are. And they never tried the Finn Balor Lesnar feud. But I would love to see a Rollins versus Lesnar match. You see how it goes. Or even get rid of Lesnar now and just having someone else. Take. I mean, I, I've got no problem with someone like Samoa Joe being universal champion. You yeah. know? I think Joe would take the mantle well. Yeah. But, you know, I just don't think Roman Reigns, he's got a fan-like ability. I mean, even with Joe... He gets booed for a legitimate reason and he even gets chilled. You know, he gets that huge Joe's going to kill you chant, which is going to bring in a bit of reputation and, you know, just a followability. Yeah, exactly. And, and what I want as well from the next Universal Champion is it to be defended. doesn't have to be defended on every pay-per-view, but I want to see a more fighting champion. I want to see a guy yeah. who defends his champion and tries to, um, at Universal title, and tries to build it up. Because, like I say, it's been around now for a few years, but... Well, we was really we was it. questioning the legitimacy of it, and could it be construed as a main title? What do you think of it now? For me, the WWE Championship is the the number one title in the world. I mean, obviously they're going to class Universal Title as a, as a world champion. I just hope they don't phase out WWE Title and just have Universal Champion next time they decide to put the brands together. I think if you look at it, Owens Title reign came to the end. It, you know, you had the, the Balor, Owens, Rollins thing to begin with, with the injury problems with it. Then the Goldberg reign, which, you know, was okay. And then, of course, Lesnar since then. But we've not, I've not really seen anything in the matches. The only good Lesnar match he's had in the past year was against AJ Styles at Survive Series, which wasn't for the Universal title. So, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. But, like you said, there's nothing more to make the title prestigious and have a champion that, 
you know, give give Strowman a chance. Let him let him have a babyface run with it. I'm tired of these hills having the titles and just for too long. You want to see something a bit different. A so, monster babyface run. Exactly, monster babyface run. I mean, even in this match right now, it's been disappointing because and you can see the fans booing as well because Joe's submission it has been submission in Reigns the majority of this match. Now I don't know if it's a case of raise a chance um, to be able to actually have a match in this one. Do you know what I mean? Because like I said, his schedule's been quite rough. We don't know how legitimately injured he is. I guess Lesnar doesn't hold his punches, you know. But you would say, apart from being put for the announce table, Joe has kind of been quite... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Quite light with Reigns, would be correct yeah. to say. Yeah, but then again, you know, all this is going to build up to a Reigns comeback, a Superman punch, a spear, mm. and... A one, two, three. But this is where the race thing goes because fans who are here probably know what the result's going to be and might have gone home, but the kids are still buying the Roman Reigns merchandise, aren't they? So They are indeed, and yes. It's like the John Cena situation. Situation. Until you have someone that can fill that void, you're not going to get rid of it. And who's next in line? You know, Monday Night Rollins is all good, but do the fans really like him? Who's the next guy that the kids can get behind? It might be Big Roman Reigns. <laughs> the big boot to uh, Samoa Joe, try finally get some separation and a bit of room to breathe. Well, Strowman, if he wants to do it, he needs more merchandise. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. the thing. Get these hands, not the best saying. Plus, you know, you can't really imagine... You can imagine everything, Roman Reigns lunchboxes and stuff like this. As Joe gets boots in the face and he's on the apron. Oh, drive by dropping Joe to the wafer thin mats. How thin are those mats? They're mere millimetres thick, James. I mean, they're just, there's just nothing to them. And Ray's now got to look to put hurting on Samoa Joe. Ray's, <laughs> Ray's throws Joe back in. Couple of clotheslines. Joe back to his feet, though. Stumbles back in the corner. Ray's has got that cocky look on his face because he's, uh, he's finally got some separation and he can finally get some offence in on Samoa Joe. And he's just wailing away on Joe in the corner. Well, Roman Reigns says this is his yard. Oh, the big dog's not going to be a little puppy for Joe. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm going to read my words because Joe's just got some separation. Inverted atomic drop. Big boot. Running sent on. Goes for the cover. One. Oh. But can't keep Roman Reigns down. He kicks out. Oh. Uh. Roman Reigns able to counter again from Samoa Joe, but runs into a big boot. Uh, oh, gets caught with a spine buster. Reigns with a cover. One. Two. Oh. oh. Only a two count. Two. Reigns locked for a spear. No. Superman punch maybe, but gets caught. Coquina clutch. Oh. oh. But Reigns slides through the second and top rope, hangs Joe up on the top, gets the separation he needed. And now Reigns maybe going to try for another drive-by. Oh. Joe had it scouted and caught him in a submission. Drags him through the ropes, but Reigns drops to his... Drops to the... His ass. One, two, oh. oh. Rolls up Joe, but only gets a two. Two, and now Roman Reigns with a Superman punch. One, two. Oh, oh. but Joe managing to kick out. Oh. Well, who's going to win this one? Reigns back to his feet, trying to get a crowd behind him. Chance would be a good thing. <laughs> no chance. He's ooh-ahhing, though. Going to go for the spear. Oh, Joe has it scouted with a kick to the head. Rocks Roman Reigns. Oh, but Reigns hits a spear. He was rocked, but he hit it. Oh, Oh, no. Joe with his foot on the bottom rope. How close was that? Reigns can't believe it. 
The fans happy by it. Now Reigns head in hands, thinking what's it going to take to put Smojo down. Both men struggling to get to a vertical base. Well, who's got the advantage here? I mean, Joe looks like he was all right. Well, Joe looked like he was one step ahead, but get caught with that huge spear. Gets taken out of you. But he's up to his feet the same time as Roman Reigns is. Reigns running the ropes, ducking the close on attempt from Joe, looking for the spear, but gets caught with a boot. And, and now Joe with the coquina clutch locked in. Well, he's got it in now. If he can drop Reigns down, Reigns will be fading second. Oh, Reigns rolls through. Got to cover. One, two, two. oh. But Joe breaks a hold and kicks out. Ah, well, he was nearly caught. Hoisted his own petard, runs into Reigns. Reigns ducks, though. Reigns looks a bit woozy. Oh, looking to roll Joe up. One, two. No. It's caught. Coquina clutch, and he's got the legs locked round. Well, middle of the ring. Reigns got nowhere to go. And he's fading fast. And he's going out. Oh, Joe's got the arm locked of Reigns, so he can't reach out to the ropes. He's got it cinched in deep, and Reigns is fading. He's gone to sleep. Oh, he's just opening his eyes just to make sure the ref's still there. Oh, Reigns is gone. Reigns is out. Referee's going to check. No! He was just playing possum. Hello, possums! Reigns rolls through, grabs the bottom rope, and finally gets some separation. And Joe there was seconds away from getting the victory. Can't believe it. He looks devastated by that. Reigns now, his throat might be seriously damaged, and Joe's got that killer look in his eyes. We haven't seen the muscle buster yet, have we? No. Can he get Reigns up for the muscle buster? I think that's what he's looking for now. He's looking in the corner for it. He's like, right, this is it. Time to finish Roman Reigns. He said it was easy. Lesnar beat him. He has nothing left. And now with this defeat, this could be the end of Roman Reigns. And Joe now looking to finish Roman Reigns off. He's going to place him on the top turnbuckle. Here we go. Joe sets him up. Muscle buster position time. Oh, but Reigns fighting out. Still fighting. Now off the second. Oh, dodges Samoa Joe. Spear! That was a violent spear as well. One, two, three. Joe beats... Uh, Roman Reigns beats Samoa Joe here. And I think, for what it was, an acceptable match. This could have been a lot more. But the fact is, you see the fans leaving straight away now as well. It's over. Joe looked good. But Roman needed the victory here. But the fans still not accepting him. Dan, what do you think of the match? Yeah, uh, well, Roman Reigns has definitely not got a fans back in. I think Vince needs to take heed from the fans. Otherwise, they're going to be losing them by the bucket load if they're just going to keep insisting they push Roman Reigns. You know, I don't know why they're trying to boo him for. It's, it's, I don't think Roman Reigns has done anything wrong, but I think they're all listening to the Marks, and Marks always know everything. Yeah. But, you know, I haven't personally got a problem with Roman Reigns no I haven't either and he put in another good performance and uh, it wasn't a bad match again though it's WWE's way of booking him putting him in the main event over the WWE title match even though well, I mean to be fair though a double count out in the main event probably they wanted to send fans home happy but what's next for Reigns is it you know another fight with Joe is it Brock Lesnar it'll be interesting to see what happens there uh, so that is it basically for Backlash we've got a pre-show uh, up next, but let's just run through our card before we get to the post-show, Dan. So let's go all the way to the first match of the night. It was kickoff match, and it was Bailey versus Ruby Wright. What were your thoughts? Well, I thought, as you said during the match, there was a few missed moments. I think Ruby Wright still looks sloppy enough. I don't think she's quite 
eligible to have, you know, too much of a main event push. I think they should give Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan a push and just see, you know, how they can get on with things. What was your rating? I gave it a two and a half out of five. I gave it a two out of five. I was not happy with it, so I gave it a bad mark. One thing I was happy with, the first match of the main card, the Intercontinental title match. Uh, what a fucking awesome match. I just put awesome down. So many near falls. Skull Crush finale thought he was going to get the job done. Both men look so great, and Rollins looks like a proper star. Uh, I thought it was a great match. I gave it a four and a half out of five, Dan. I thought that was a brilliant match, and you know it's well documented that I'm not the Miz's biggest fan. But he did actually pull it out, and a couple of three times I thought he was going to get the victory. But Seth Rollins has certainly given him the the push that I think he deserves. I gave that a 4.75. Yeah, yeah, it was near on perfect, wasn't it, you know? Uh, if there was a little bit more build-up to it, it would have been fantastic. Next match, your woman, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Well, again, Bliss gave it all she had. She was doing it as clean as she can. She didn't have any outside help from Mickey James. And I think she looked amazing in defeat. She certainly gave her all against, you know, a, a significant size different opponent. And I gave that a three and a half out of five. I gave that a three out of five. Uh, I just said it just looks weird with Bliss beating down Nia Jackson offence. Uh, match four, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy. I Nothing really. This match could have been on SmackDown and we wouldn't have missed anything. Orton losing again. Bit of a surprise, but Jeff needs successful title defences. I gave that a three out of five. Anything of note on that? No, nothing of note. It was just a standard match. I gave that a three out of five as well. Yeah. Big Cass versus Daniel Bryan. I think Big Cass is too vanilla. He doesn't bring anything extra to the table. You look at big guys like uh, Authors of Pain, uh, Braun Strowman, even Lashley, you know, you can consume him as a big guy. And they all bring something different and variative to it. But, you know, it's Big Cass is just big boot, big elbow, big punch, big chop, big throw, big splash. It's like big whoop. Yeah. And I gave that a three out of five only because Daniel Bryan won it. Yeah, I gave it three out of five. So the crowd was dead and yeah, everybody's waiting for the Daniel Bryan comeback. And a match six, Carmella versus Charlotte. Again, the crowd was bad in this one, but quite a shock finish really with Carmella beating Charlotte, considering Charlotte beat Oscar at WrestleMania. Uh, I still didn't think it was a terrible, terrible match. I gave it three out of five. All I wrote down was meh, and I go that three out of five. Mm-hmm. It wasn't awful, but it wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah. Uh, match seven: AJ Styles versus Shinzuki fucking Nakamura. I thought that had a slow start. It picked up, and then it was just a crap finish. I know they're trying to leave us wanting more, and they're going, you know, they're going to try and take it to the next plateau um, to hopefully build up to a, a very climactic finish. Is what I'm holding out for, and I go that three and a half out of five. I gave that a four out of five. I thought it would have been a great match if it hadn't such a shit finish. You could have had another ten minutes after that, and it would have really built up to something. Uh, then match eight, it was Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman. Three out of five for me. I just put bollocks. Very standard tag team match, but a bit of a mistake on my part for predictions. But I thought it was quite funny, the Zayn and Owens occasions in it. And uh, Strowman and Lashley, obviously, they're building towards the future of those two guys. Yeah, it had a few comedic moments, but it was nothing more than a fluff piece filler match between the two, well, main events. I'll say that term loosely because Roman Reigns against Samoa Joe is not really what I'd class as should have been a main event. But the pay packet for Roman Reigns probably shows that, and I gave that a three and a half out of five. Yeah. Uh, so, talk about the main event with Reigns and Joe. Great way to start. 
Really slow in the middle, and then not a bad exchanges towards the end. But again, a bit like Grace for Rumble, very standard set of matches here tonight. I gave that a three out of five, a three and a half out of five. So I gave it an extra half a point just because I, I Joe's performance in it, I thought for me, really shone well. Well, I liked Samoa Joe's killer instinct from the beginning. But what's the point in giving him killer instinct from the beginning if he goes on and loses the match? Yeah, that's true. It's like, you know, what's the point? Joe's going to kill you. Well, no, Joe's going to get the upper hand at the first start of the match and then lose to a couple of spears and a Superman punch. So I go that three out of five. Yeah. So not bad overall. I'll get your pay-per-view rating in a bit. I'll do that match of the night and uh, the end of predictions. First off, just want to say we go on to the Backlash pre-show and Young and Rosenberg takes, uh, talk a little bit about the main event with Reigns picking up the win over Samoa Joe. Young mentions how Brian should have been on, but Cass's post-match attack will keep him off the show. And then Elias joins the show. Elias shows up with his guitar and wanted to finish the song that New Day and the others stopped him from playing. Elias says he's good buddies with Bruce Springsteen and doesn't want to be on the show too long because they're going to be hanging out soon. Young brings up Rude. Elias says he's already beaten Rude twice. <laughs> Who hasn't? Young ends up giving Elias his introduction and he gets a spotlight on him. Elias says he doesn't want any interruptions while he sings. Elias then rips on New Jersey. Elias decides that wasn't that was enough and heads out. <laughs> oh, GPD. Well, Young and Rosenberg... Young and Rosenberg talk about how the low blows that took place during the Styles versus Nakamura main event. And then Carmella joins the show. She says, I beat Charlotte Flair. I beat Charlotte Flair, Carmella says it over and over. She then brings up that she's beaten Charlotte twice and calls out the internet trolls for saying she only got lucky the first time. A couple more, I beat Charlotte Flair for Carmella. She asked Pete what he did tonight because I beat Charlotte Flair. Carmella needs a quick drink, does a dramatic two-handed sip. She continues to gloat about beating Charlotte and ends up just running off. Kamala Lemu walks across the screen and gloats a bit more. A young, dis- uh, young, despite how Kamala acts, it's tough to be mad at her. And then The Miz joins the show. The Miz thinks the show is talking smack. Young and Rosenberg try to correct him, though. Miz says he doesn't know Peter's name. Peter says they've met a few times. Miz responds he has a forgetful face. Miz rips on Peter for wearing Bobby Heenan's jacket. You don't look like him or sound like him. Rene wants to talk about Miz's past achievements. But Miz wants to look towards the future. Miz notes how he's made the Intercontinental Championship prestigious. And whatever title he possesses becomes a title everyone should get. Which, which is what I've said, you know. Miz then says he's tried to focus on Seth Rollins' surgically repaired knee. But he couldn't quite put Rollins away. The thought Rollins' stomp is a little cheap. Miz says he has a qualified match for the Money in the Bank on Tuesday. Miz says he'll then win the case and have all the power when it comes to winning the title. Miz says everything that he does is must-see and he moves the needle wherever it goes. Miz rips on Peter a little bit more about being on two shows, but his name isn't on either one. Miz gloats some more as we fade to black. So that is the exactly not really much to say. We do know about the Money in the Bank qualifying matches. That's all right. Uh, Prediction-wise, it ended eight points each, so we both get a a point for the pay-per-view, so it goes 4-3 overall. Uh, money, match of the night, I've gone for the IC title match. Dan, you've gone for the IC title match as well. I have indeed. What is your rating out of 10? I gave it a disappointing 7. Yeah? Yeah. A lot room for improvement. Yeah, I mean, I went for 7.5. Didn't really have a standout moment here, did we? You know, we had a great match in Miz versus Rollins, but the kind of main event matches didn't really deliver. The Nakamura AJ one's still continuing. And like you said, the Reigns and Joe, what's going to happen next with Roman Reigns? So I go at 7.5. Uh, I thought it was all right, but not terrible. 
But that is it for everything on today's show. And we're going to give you an extended Raw and SmackDown aftermath on our next podcast because we are watching Raw and SmackDown live. So that'll be our next one, the podcast extra, where we look at Raw and SmackDown and the fallout from Backlash. But that is it. There's nothing else, Dan, is there? No, that's it. So before we go, don't forget you can follow us on WWE Network Review. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at WWE Network Review or... At Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at John Score Rollins. Across all the Google platforms, WWE Network Review on Google Plus. Send us an email to WRPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Facebook, yes. You can come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network Review podcast. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WWE Network Review Podcast. We've got clips up there. Podcasts go at the same, ter- same time to do other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. Don't forget to follow to our, don't forget to subscribe to our music maker Diddly on SoundCloud. We're also on Spreaker Radio. We've got live shows next month. Stitch Radio, iTunes, where you can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. But that is it. I have been James Rowlands, and as always, I was joined by Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody. Our next podcast, Double Up Podcast Extra, and it's Raw and SmackDown Live. Bye, bye. <laughs>